I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Rev up those fryers, because I am sure hungry for one Greg Hill Show. Broadcasting from beautiful and safe Brighton, Massachusetts. It's go, 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 go time. This is... Who are you? I'm out, Greg. Pleased to meet you. The Greg Hill Morning Show. Tick, tick, boom. Starring... I'm Instagram famous. <laughs> Come on, man. We go way back. You're damn right we do, Tom. You're a fraud, Greg. Greg Hill. That is absurd. Her, her buttocks is the size Big of, old an, of an entire other human being. It looks like a cartoon. Genetic. Is this attractive to people? Yeah. I, oh, yeah. It Hell is. Yeah. Really. Featuring the original spark of the Pats dynasty. Super Bowl champion Jermaine. Uh, oh, my gosh. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Wiggy. Like, he literally is bowling guys over. Yeah. Like, it doesn't matter. I'm guessing it's going to be like you on the bunny slope. Yeah, will that. Yeah, Friday maybe you're right about that. Same, I am bowling those kids right over. Joined by the relationship alpha. Oh, this is going to make me sound stupid, but can't you just buy your own sex doll? Courtney Cox. And, like, commenting all the time on these... Uh, these Butt model, models. You think Santo has photos and videos of naked exes? Yes. No. <laughs> and accompanied by... Look at my booty in these tight pants. You know, can't <laughs> stuff it in your mouth if you're on the phone. Two big brains behind the glass. Brian Boyer, the quarterback of the Cleveland Browns. Another stroke of sweeness. Curtis and Shime. Has Santo ever asked you to dress up like a Harry Potter character to get no. freaky? I bet Shime does that. Now, let's get down to business. It's time to party! It's time for the Greg Hill Morning Show. Good morning. Good hello morning, everybody. <laughs> hello, good morning. Good morning, everyone. Morning. Good morning, my neighbors. On Boston Sports Original. W-E-E-I. Come on, people. W-E-E-I. When I say Greg Hill and you say show. Greg Hill. Greg Hill. Greg Hill. Show. All right. It's go, 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 go time. Let the games begin. Let's go. Let's go. Tick, tick, boom. Good morning. Happy hump day. What up, man? Curtis, seems like the deep freeze is over, uh, at least for a little while. 
It's going to feel flat out balmy later okay, today. Okay, good. 40s? Are we getting to the 40s It'll, or no? I think we're approaching it. Okay, good. How is everybody today? I'm a little sore, if I'm going to be honest. Oh, I uh, play, I mean, is this going to be too much information? You've been no. sharing a lot about your personal life no, lately. No, no, oh. no. Get your head out of the gutter. Okay. Uh, I took a class with Trainer Dan last night. Oh, you did? man. I did. Oh. I did. What kind of a class? Uh, a yoga strength class. Oh. Okay. Trainer Dan is uh, teaching some group fitness in the seaport. And I got to say, a lot of planks... A lot mm. of downward dogs uh, and a lot right. of lunging. And uh, okay. I'm feeling it this morning. He would like to do a show class. What? And I said, uh, I would like to see 13 and a half pound slimmer shine uh-huh. in said plank. Uh, uh-huh. what, what? Do a group? All of us do? A, is it hot yoga? I only it, do, I like only hot do hot yoga. It is heated. It's uh, infrared. Yeah. Okay. I only do hot yoga. If my ass is there, it's hot yoga. <laughs> <laughs> So wait, we would all do the yoga class together. Yes. Ah, mm. Okay. Good music. Uh huh. A lot I've of. Done, I've lot done of hot yoga before, but I do my own thing. I can't get into a lot of those positions. <laughs> it, it, these weren't <laughs> hard positions. Yeah, okay. They weren't. Uh, let me just. May I suggest that you going to a yoga class and then doing your own thing because mm-hmm. you can't get into any of the positions is not you doing a yoga class. Well, that's it is. You, you're doing something. No, you're, <laughs> no, that's you doing... Some of those positions, Greg, that's you, you know... Free, that's you freestyling. Well, I do freestyle. Some I, of those I, positions are just downright uh, very difficult on the limbs. <laughs> Greg, just... Stand on one leg like a peacock. <laughs> I'm sorry, no. Greg, just like this show... Wiggy does yoga class for himself. <laughs> but I like the hot yoga. You get a good uh-huh. little sweat on in yeah. there. Uh-huh. I can do the downward dog. Yeah. Shime, have you ever taken a yoga class? Never once in my life. Uh, no. Same, same. I'm not into the yamaste. I'm I'm interested. I've just never had. I've just never been like, yes, I'm going to go to yoga. It's today. just there's uh, there are there's so many yoga hardos, and mm. it's like I don't need to hear. About how you're able to, you know, morph yourself into 97 different positions or whatever it is that you're able to do. Like, good for you. Glad mm-hmm. you're, but I don't, I'm afraid that we would be, would we do it by ourselves or would we be, would we be with the other yoga hardos? He said he would do one just for us in the oh. middle of the day after oh. the show. Okay. It's like Twister. Yeah. No, this was, this was much more strength than it was yoga. It was holding a lot of planks, a lot okay. of planks. Yeah. Uh, and just not to be one of those, um, Yoga hardos, but did you say Yamaste? Yeah, I said Yamaste. Okay, is that not what it is? It is not. But oh, what is it? I'm not one to. to what, is, what is one say? Uh, namaste. Oh, Namaste. Na- namaste. Sorry uh-huh. about that. Namaste. Yamaste. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's the same thing. Uh-huh. The plank I could deal with. You know, when you're on your elbows. <laughs> you some were on hands, some were <laughs> on I elbows. I could deal yeah. with that. It's some of those other sh- like the lunges and stuff like that. I, I kill it on the planks. Oh, like, do you? I am. Uh-huh. I am. I, I I'm probably well up toward two minutes on the on the wow. Floor, on the he floor did plank. say that last night. What Dan pretty did? good. Dan uh, said to me because he said, "How do you think the rest of the show would fare?" I said, "I think everybody could get through it." And he said, "Well, I've got Greg can do planks. Yeah, you do elbow planks or hand planks. Which one? I do either. Doesn't okay, matter. so they Greg's got great core strength. Huh? I really do. Yeah, <laughs> lower core especially. I got a good plank guy. Just ask any of the ladies in the seaport. What? I got a good plank guy. <laughs> oh, you, you do. The ladies yeah. in the seaport. Yeah. Speaking. Yeah. That's a lower plank. Uh, speaking of faring well, mm-hmm. the Boston Celtics did just that last night. That they uh, did. Did you catch uh, a game last night? Uh, they <laughs> al- <laughs> they allowed. Uh, they did allow them back into that game, but I, but that's more about I think having 
that that lead at halftime. Uh, yeah, be, at one point they're uh, up like twenty. I, oh, I told that, was that the most that uh, did I see during that game last night? That was the most points they scored in the first half this season. Oh, uh, was it? I think it was. Okay. The the one thing I like I said there are like seventy five. They had a first half at seventy five points or whatever it was. Like when you're watching them now, like especially the last couple of games, don't it look like they're just kind of in that like cruise control, like get us to the all stop break. When they're yeah. when they're passing the ball around too, mm-hmm. like ah, oh, you could I could take this shot, but I'm just going to pass it to you. Now I'm yeah. going to get it over. They're moving the ball well, yeah. but it does seem like they're just trying to get time off the clock. They almost got caught at the end though. When at the end of the game, the stops turnover. Well, no, when they threw it to Hauser in the corner and like. Rather than shoot it, he was like, all right, I'm going to start to shoot, and then he tried to pass it. But, you know, it was a game that they were able to hold on and win. I mean, but but having Porzingis in there mm-hmm. makes such a difference for that basketball team. Yep. Such, yeah. such a huge pickup yeah. for that basketball team. But they team. were getting killed on the boards, though. But, I, I you know, when, when Porzingis is playing good and D-White, Courtney, you've been on D-White for a while. And Tatum does what Tatum does. It they're a very difficult basketball team. To and beat. some very interesting sound bites from Joe Missoula after, where he was saying that I mean, not to mince words, I don't want to. It's not a direct quote, but he basically was saying he enjoys the team playing from behind. He likes them to see uh, to to overcome hurdles. Mm. So unlike Bill Belichick, who right. said, you know, no coach in any professional <laughs> sport wants to be playing from behind. Mm. Joe Mazzulla says, no, hold uh, my beer. I do. Joe wants to spot him like ten. Yeah. Did, I don't. Did Bill say that to someone on the show or something? I don't recall uh, okay. who asked the question. I thought <laughs> okay. it was a very good question, <laughs> okay. but yeah, uh, yeah, he did say that. Not that you remember exactly what he said or anything. No. Months later, no. no. I log everything he says after every show. Yeah. <laughs> um. I mean, uh, yeah, they are. But I don't they, know what what does Joe Missoula mean that when he says essentially they like to play from he likes oh, them to play from behind. I what? think they get out of cruise control. Okay, yes. well, why yes. don't you? You're the head coach. Why don't you get them out of cruise control? No, I actually, that's what it, that's what Ime Udoka used to do. He used to basically stand out there and say, "You guys are playing like mm-hmm. a, a bunch of D's. Like, like I." That's the job of the head coaches to get him out of that. I actually like that he's saying this, though, because if you look at the Bruins, when they had the historic season last mm-hmm. season and then they get bounced in the postseason, everybody was saying, well, they didn't really face any hurdles. They didn't face any adversity. They had such a, an easy season, it seemed like. Everything worked out for them. Mm-hmm. Joe Mazzulla is saying, well, when they fall behind and they have to actually figure out ways to win, mm-hmm. I like that. I want them to, to be down some, and I want them to, to, to face hurdles as well. Okay. I get what you're saying, and I guess I get what Joe Mazzulla is saying. The problem is, in my mind, that you let a team like the Pacers mm-hmm. get back into that basketball game last night. Like, why? Like, like, and I, if you're resting guys or it's load management or whatever it is, that's fine. But it's, it's, well, I, it's if you can cruise, I get the cruise control thing, yes. and I get that they're – you know, Jason Tatum can turn around and win a basketball game, I guess, if he decides to do it. But that being said, like, if you're in cruise control all season long mm-hmm. and you got to rally the last couple of minutes of a basketball game to win it, I'm not sure you're setting yourself up when it comes to the playoffs for the way you want to play. Yeah, I think that I don't think they're in cruise control all season long, but I think get, as you get close to the All Star break, you know, it's just human nature that you kind of take your foot off the gas a little bit. Especially they were in cruise control for the first three games of the Eastern Conference Finals last year. Well, yeah, and then, and then ultimately it came back to bite them in the ass. I think Courtney and I get what you're saying, yeah. and, and I think when you're a good basketball team or you're a good team like that, you almost feel like, all right, 
you could just flip the switch at any time, but when you're down, it makes you have to. I, I see what he's trying to say. It makes you have to um, keep your foot on the yeah. gas. But I get Greg's point where you shouldn't you you shouldn't have to do that. You should always be foot on the gas, right? You know what I mean? Yeah. But today in the NBA, what's a 17, 20 point lead? I mean, it's that's well, nothing. I mean, that's a significant lead. Not, and not it, today's NBA. Well, no, I, I I might say that about a ten point lead, mm. which is. You know, today's NBA three, twenty three point plus scores. I, I like I, a, a, a twenty point lead is a significant. Not in today's NBA. Remember how that? You know how they say like you know fifties the new forty. Well, uh, a twenty point lead is the new ten point lead in today's NBA. I think Greg says fifties the right. new thirty. Yeah, All right. Well, there you go. Either way. Right yeah. I mean, right. it's uh, let's see. Good morning and hello to New Hampshire, where we will be on Thursday tomorrow night and on Friday. And uh, the texter on the Subaru of New England text line who says, indeed, that was the most points scored by a starting five Mm. in the first half of all time in the NBA. Wow. Wow. That's pretty good. All right. Um, We got a lot to get to on this morning's show, including the leads coming up in just uh, about 10 or 15 minutes at 625. And then they set it at 7. That is a quick back and forth on what they said yesterday in sports. And we will discuss what Tom Brady outrageously said about the Patriot way. What Tom Brady declared about the Patriot way among the things that we will discuss coming up at 7 during They Said It. News at 7.30 with Courtney. That will include boomers in the news and why... One Florida woman tried to kill her husband after he got something in the mail. You know what that is, Shime? Something that comes in the mail? You know what a mailbox is, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I okay, get mail. you're not too old for that and not too young for that, I mean? No, no, no. I okay. still get mail. All right, all right. You still get mail? Yeah. What do you get? Bills. Bills. Bills? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then Christmas those stu- cards. Those stupid papers that come where you can get, like, you know, 20, 20 cents off your, your meat. <laughs> Why are you? Why why are you saying something negative about Groupon? I because mean, I, I mean, it's I mean, all it does is just. I'm, do you I'm, actually use it? I, I think some people like to clip coupons. Yeah, yeah I Curtis think. is a big clu- oh. uh, coupon clipper. I love <laughs> just waiting twenty minutes at the checkout, <laughs> waiting for a woman in front of me to be like, "No, those uh, Clorox wipes are sixty cents uh, off." Yeah, those those I mean, giant there's papers. Of, there's a lot of effort that goes into clipping coupons. However, I don't know anybody who uses some, coupons. Sometimes you save one to three dollars. <laughs> And it's, it's, it's worth the worth worth the effort. Are you still paying with a checkbook too? Well, that's like CVS when they print out your receipt and it's ten pages long. Yeah, I don't know. Like, have you seen the things lately? We don't have time to get into it because we got to get to what what's trending. But have you seen the risk that they're warning everybody about when it comes to all of the cash app services? So Mm-mm. Venmo, uh, cash app, uh, PayPal. Yeah, they're they are rife with fraud like that like the like the potential to be defrauded Mm -hmm. exists highly so maybe people will eventually go back to writing the old checks i don't know i mean i I feel like fraud's everywhere now though you can't get you can't get past it everywhere you go you just gotta you know if there's something happened now a lot i feel like a lot of these companies 
are on high alert for fraud, but it's every, we all get hit with it. And we've been told that the uh, mailbox phishing is on a high. So people, fraudsters, are taking checks out of uh, mailboxes and changing yeah. things to fraud that. But do people still pay with checks? Like, yeah, I mean, I mean, I get checks in the mail sometimes. Yeah, I think some you people do? do. Yeah, I think some people do. Yeah. Like, like then, for me, from no, your... businesses do. Like, I'm assuming that's yeah, what yeah, you're yeah businesses, yeah. yeah, yeah, businesses do. Aren't you going to get yeah. some fat check soon? What? Didn't Ken send yesterday that you found money? Oh yeah, fine mass money. Did, You're gonna yeah. get a check in the mail. I did. I, I think Ken was trying to mock me because it was from Lululemon. Mm. So hey, I, money's uh, money, man. How but is that I did, possible? I, yeah, I did go to findmassmoney.gov mm-hmm. and found twenty five hundred dollars from, from Lululemon. I don't what? Know, I don't How? Think it, I don't think it belongs to me. Huh? I think it's like some mistake, but. I'm going to just take the check. Right? Right. I mean, if it's gone to that far, Greg, it's not a mistake. Yes, it is. It's definitely a mistake. No way. It is definitely th- that, like, I, there, there's no way that I, there, that's just, I, there's no way I have money coming back from Lululemon. Well, clearly you do with fine I mean, mass money. I, I, I'm not even, a, I'm not, a, I'm not a regular shopper there. I mean, from time to time, I will purchase an item from their uh, Lululemon for men department. Mm-hmm. Were you part but, of the uh, lawsuit about uh, women that felt like you could see through the leggings? <laughs> oh, maybe yeah. Maybe yeah. I was maybe I was inadvertently part of a class action lawsuit. Yeah, there was a like body that. shaming maybe. one as well. So right. maybe that's what it was. Yeah. No, you know what it was. I bought a pair of sweatpants, and the fabric in the in the groin area didn't allow me to be able to breathe uh. down there. So I filed a lawsuit, and I won. All right. <laughs> <laughs> we got to get to, can we please get to sports and to Courtney and to what is trending? Thank you. God. The Rich Keith Show, weeknights starting at 6. Now, here's what's trending on WEEI. Trending now brought to you by Subaru of New England. The Celtics take down the Pacers at the TD Garden, 129-124. to 124. Jason Tatum put up 30 to lead the way while Jalen Brown had 25 and Derek White had 24. In the final, at the end of the game, a Kristaps Porzingis tur- turnover led to Derek White uh, to making a good play. Buddy Heald was going back down the court with the turnover, mm-hmm. and that's when White fouled him uh, to secure the lead. They 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 won by three. Uh, something Joe Mazzulla called genius. Mm. Then you guys get a 24-second mm-hmm. violation out of that. I mean, it seems like a pretty smart play. He's a awareness. genius player. He's a genius player. We've missed our foul-to-give call on like the last three times we tried to use it, and uh, credit to him for recognizing that and taking advantage of it. It's a genius play. That was the two blocks at the end of the game, right? Well, yeah, yeah. Chris Stops had the ball. They blocked it. Then they uh, turned it over. There was also a little situation between Missoula and Heald on the court. Joe uh, talked about that after. What was what was going on with him and your coaching staff? Because it seemed like there was some Sam ran out there. Yeah, that's the rule. Yeah. So, yeah. Like, that was what Sam was supposed to do. Yes. Okay. And then there was talk between, was it good-natured? Or yeah, was it was it? great-natured. Billy Hill's a great guy. He's okay. a great-natured guy. Remember, he's the same guy that admitted to his fault at the end of the other game. Remember that? So he's a really good guy. And he took the three at the end of the uh, also season tournament game. Great guy within the rules. I love that he did that. You do? Yes. It's part of the rules. I mean, it's part of the game. <laughs> do you like the uh, combative, ornery Joe Missoula, Curtis? I can't stand it. Okay. 
It's usually only with specific people. Like Gary Washburn, he always goes back and forth with. Uh, He's better with Abby Chin, I think, mm-hmm. this season than he yeah. was last season. Okay. He's uh, great nature. Does anybody ever said great nature to their life? It was literally in jest. <laughs> like but it's, it's good natured is the word. Yeah, who cares? I don't he's, know. English. He's bringing it to an extreme. Uh, yeah, we don't speak very good English on no, the show either, no, Curtis. No, like, no one speaks. You are from the I mean, no, we don't, people. No one speaks English nowadays. 99% of the American people speak horrible English. G- Gary, Gary Washburn. <laughs> I like Shime. Gary Washburn. By the way, Finn Shime is just like... <laughs> He's like Bill O'Reilly. Shime ain't lying, though. It's so I, mean, I mean, it's true. Like, what? Not Gary, all Wash- Gary Washburn is a great reporter doing his job, and Majula's an a-hole to him. What? Is, he's not being an a-hole to Gary Washburn. Oh, my God. He's talking about Buddy Hill. Yeah. yeah. He's being combative about something that does not require any combativeness. He's if- not being combative there. Oh, my God. You know what it is with Finn Chime, Hey, where's Bo- Wait, hey, wait. Is Bobby Slowick going to be a head coach this year? The, the no, he's great not. Coach? Getting okay, good money. Thank you. He it's should the, be. It, shot, it's the it's the confidence, Curtis. It's the increased confidence. I love right. it. Oh yeah. When it comes to you, thin, love Shine being fit. You get really happy when he talks about his workout <laughs> and his diet. Hey, you guys bring that up more than I do. Uh, well, uh, all right, go outside and play in a brand new 2024 Subaru with symmetrical all-wheel drive for all of your winter adventures. Details and authorized Subaru retailers at SubaruOfNewEngland.com. That's what's trending. Here's Curtis with your weather. Oh, what a nice day we have on tap. 25 degrees, mostly cloudy right now. It's going to be approaching 40, right about 37 is the afternoon high. And sunrise before 7 a.m. this morning. The days Mm. continue to get longer. I can chime. I I see what you're doing there. Go ahead. Let it breathe for a minute for Coach. Yeah, Coach will be providing the fire on the mountain Friday morning. All right. Snow show. The first ever snow show right around the corner. One piece of house cleaning this morning quick. Um, The amazing Adam at the Greg Hill Foundation has come up with two additional rooms for tomorrow night and the ski and stay package. So that means you get two lift tickets so you can ski or board with Wiggy on Friday, and he can stay at the beautiful Riverwalk Resort right there at Loon Mountain for the snow show tomorrow night. Uh, well, snow show Friday and the pregame tomorrow night. So uh, if you're interested, uh, Adam was somehow able to get two more rooms. You can just send a quick email to info at thegreghillfoundation.org. That's info at thegreghillfoundation.org. I'm pretty excited about our digs for the snow show. Uh, pretty nice house that yeah, we are staying in. Yeah. Well, we spare no expense around here at Odyssey. <laughs> Speaking of that, mm-hmm. any consensus when it comes to the housing for the Fort Myers spring training road show? I, I'm anticipating an issue because you didn't respond in the group text yesterday. No, I, I liked it. Though I like the picture. There's, there's two. There's two choices because we're almost doing a full week of 
of shows from Fort Myers uh, and JetBlue Park. I've only seen uh, one house, the one that so was sent yesterday. Yeah, there's a house, but there's also a hotel. Like, oh, okay, so I, I like the one yesterday. You're okay. Are you okay with all of us staying together? Yeah, he said it okay. was a 30 minute drive. I'm not yeah. the one complaining about 30 it. 30 minute no, drive will be tough. No, you have an issue every time when it comes to the bathrooms. Yeah, and the, the bathrooms, and, were, plenty of bathrooms. But that there's, I like. three, there's three and a half bathrooms. Yeah, I got no issues with that. Okay, so you're okay with that place. And they had the indoor pool, uh, the the the, the kind of like fenced in pool, right? Yeah, yeah. Right. And, I think we will all kill each other if we stay in that house for a week. No, we won't. It'll be <laughs> great. It'll be, it, it'll, it'll be great. Wow. Half of the rooms are like bunk rooms. Uh, uh, that's okay. <laughs> I thought it was eight bedrooms. Oh. What? So wait, no, are you, you you're want... looking at the wrong house. You're thinking about the loon show. All I know is the house that was sent yesterday. Okay. I don't know which one. There was, was that. two houses sent yesterday. That's where the confusion. I don't, is I don't was know. There? I don't know what you're confused. It's how is how are these text messages so confusing to you? Well, there's a million text messages. I, I, I know, like the one uh, home in uh, Cape Coral. That's yeah, the one I Cape responded Coral. to. That's the one with the pool. And where's room? the other one? No, I don't. You think like it, 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 we can stay at a hotel? It's fine. But if we stay together, we can do group meals. Like oh. everybody can cook one night. <laughs> Like I can make spaghetti, uh, like I like. Yeah, I think it's great. Whatever you want, it's your show. I just Wiggy needs a bathroom in his bedroom. Uh, there, I think there was only one of those, and that's the Loon one because I only no. got the one. Oh, you, what is wrong? No, Loon will be you fine. Keep Loon saying I've got two houses. I'm not talking I got... about Loon. We have a house for Loon. All right, I yeah. don't know what that is. So I got a beautiful house for Loon for everybody. Yes, All it's right. stunning. So this one's five bedrooms. Uh, no, this one's five bedrooms or five eight, beds. Five beds. I don't even know how, how... Who the hell even wrote this? Five bedrooms, eight beds, three and a half baths. What the hell does that mean? Uh, it sleeps eight, but we yeah. don't have eight. So, so I, it was just, like Courtney said, like I, I, some of them bunk beds? Yes. I'm, just trying to, I'm just trying to figure out... Oh, I am not I, staying with nobody. I'm not bunking with nobody. That ain't happening. What Look about at the photos. You, you know, what about you and Curtis bunking together? I'm not bunking with bring, nobody. That could bring the two of you no. a little bit closer on the show. We're perfectly I, fine. That would be a I, I'm not bunking with nobody. <laughs> I am sending, not the address, but the bunk room to Brian so that those on Twitch can enjoy what could happen in Fort Myers. I, See, I, I, I saw the pool and I'm like, oh, this is pretty dope. Right. You right. didn't open the actual link. No, no, I didn't. I, I would just say this. Uh, 30 minutes is a while in the morning. And if Ken says it's 30 minutes, it's probably 45. Hmm. Oh, this is a dope house, though. Yeah. I think yeah, the house is nice. It's, 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 it's in nice Connecticut. <laughs> so this is a really nice house. I mean, it's five bedrooms. That's enough. Yeah. Oh, I mean, and also, looking- the, the 617 texture is correct. Uh, if I have a sock on the door, don't come knocking. There's no house okay. in Connecticut. Uh, <laughs> yeah, there's no house in Connecticut. Uh, I mean, I'll do whatever. I'm I'm low on the totem pole, so I'll just go wherever I'm told. But I, I'm kind of with Courtney. I mean, really, it'd be, it'd be good for content because we'll all be losing our mind. But um, oh, I like that house in Florida. Okay, okay, yeah. Let's do it. It's got a couple single rooms, so yeah. you guys fight amongst yourself on who wants to bunk up. Because I ain't bunking up. Okay. It there's there's that one room's got like four beds in there. Right. So and you then guys, there's another one with two. Yeah. Well, right. well anyway, um, tomorrow no, night enough. we'll see you tomorrow night. All of you incredible New Hampshire people, I hope you come out tomorrow, mm-hmm. six thirty, at the Woodstock Inn and Brewery, which is in North Woodstock, New Hampshire, and we they have a band playing. We can watch Celtics Lakers, and we would love to hang out and meet you. It's ten bucks at the door. 
And that's going to the Greg Hill Foundation. And we'll have food and drink and all that stuff pregame for the snow show, which is Friday morning. And we will be at the South Peak Lodge at Loon Mountain all Friday morning. So please come out Friday morning as well. And Wiggy will try skiing for the first ever time. Yep, I'll so, be on the kid slope. That's where you can find me. Uh, that'll happen around 9 o'clock. I would, uh, if you're not somebody who normally watches this show on Twitch and you're available at 9 o'clock uh, or on YouTube at 9 o'clock on Friday, I would tune in because you might see uh, something that you'll never see ever again, and and that is uh, some kind of record ski accident, the likes of which have never been seen before on a New England mountain. So... Friday morning snow show right now. Let's get to this. This is the Greg Hill Show. Time now for the lead. Oh, good song. All pirates, yes, they rabbi. Sold I to the merchant ships. Minutes after they took I From the bottomless pits But my hand was made strong By the end of the Almighty We forward in this generation Triumphantly Won't you help to sing these songs of freedom Cause all I ever have Redemption songs Do I even have to say it? Redemption, Redemption songs. songs. I, I was roundly criticized for suggesting that the Joe Strummer cover of that was well executed, if I remember correctly. People were all over me yeah. saying that was good. You hated it. Yeah, and, and shout out to Sean for playing that, you know, with the Bob Marley movie, uh, One Love, right around the corner coming out. When Feb- is that coming out, that movie? February 14th, I believe. That movie looks, it looks so awesome. good. The, you know, the kind of just the story of Bob Marley. But, yeah, any... Who's I, play- is it Will Smith who's playing Bob Marley? No, no, oh, no. Kingsley Ben Smith. Adair. I don't know who this guy is, but he... <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm not gonna let you. Will, Will Smith is very. He didn't do anything. He, did, he played he's, Ali. He played yeah, the hell yes. out of Ali. Yes, he did play Muhammad Ali. But this uh, Bob Marley movie looks spectacular. Yeah. There are certain people whose songs shouldn't be covered, and I think Bob Marley's one of them. Really? Yeah. There are just like certain people, like Nah, you don't cover his song. Uh, who else would you put in that category? Led Zeppelin. <laughs> I mean, there's a grin of him. I don't know much. Uh, I would say Mariah Carey. No, I would say Bob Marley, Journey. I don't want. I don't want to hear nobody covering Steve Perry songs uh-huh. at all. Uh-huh. There's certain people. Uh, Whitney don't cover her songs. Oh, really? Yeah, I don't want to hear like. So is it just those who have passed, artist wise? No, because no, Steve Perry's still alive. Yeah, I know, but you brought up Whitney. You brought up Bob Marley. What about oh, Michael right. Jackson? I know you're a fan. Yes, Michael's another one. Don't cover his songs because it, the way the uh, artist Alien, Alien, and Farm no. did a great cover of Smooth no, Criminals. No, it isn't. The way the artist <laughs> does it, like, and they have a specific voice, mm-hmm. like Bob Marley or Michael or Whitney or Steve Perry. When somebody else tries to do it. 
It's just like, no, you, you just, it's not working. Okay. All right. Uh, well, that movie comes out on the 14th. Yeah, February. Yeah. It looks really good. All right. Who is the sponsor of the Leeds this morning, Shine? Uh, the Leeds are brought to you by Northeast Electrical. Northeast Electrical, New England's full-service electrical distributor, provides electrical products and services to electrical pros across the region. 40 locations serving the trade or at needco.com. Northeast Electrical, where pros need pros. Your lead this morning, Shime? Yeah, Greg. Uh, so I believe Wiggy, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, before the season, you have a bet on Jason Tatum to win the MVP, Yes, correct? I do. That and the Celtics winning the chip. I got to tell you, I look at the odds right now for Jason Tatum as MVP. It's 40 to 1. Like I, I feel like people are very much underappreciating what Tatum does for the Celtics. And, oh, by the way, the Celtics just happen to be the best team in all of basketball. I I still think there's a chance that Jay, that you can win that bet, Wiggy. Mm-hmm. I don't hate forty to one is just such a long shot. It's pizza money. You throw five bucks at it, you maybe win two hundred. Um, and so I st- I think it's still a good opportunity, knowing that the Celtics are as good as they are. Can finish if they finish the season strong and Tatum has great performances down the stretch here. Like I, I think there's some fatigue with Jokic and Bead. They've basically played like uh, 75% of the games. So right. I can't see how you can possibly give it to him. <laughs> you can't give it to Luka Doncic because he's right now as a seven seed. Who knows if he's even going to make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And then the only really guy on the list who I think is actual competition for Tatum at this point should be Shake Ilgis Alexander yep. because he scores 30 points a game and his team's third in the West. Like He's a legitimate competitor, but I think what's... Tatum does for his team is far more important than SGA at times. And so I just I, I don't understand the odds right now being 40 to 1 for Tatum. I think he should be higher on the list. Uh, and I still think Wiki has a shot to win his bet. Okay. Thank you, Shime. Curtis, good morning. Good morning. And this is dedicated to Courtney and all the Swifties in the world. Two things. If Republicans want to continue to lose national elections, keep making a romance between two young, talented people political, okay? That's the new craze. Just You you deserve everything that comes your way. Have fun. Two, Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey is far more real than Giselle and Tom ever was. Oh, oh my God. Do you know what I noticed? Whenever they showed Taylor Swift, which occasionally they do, she's not preening for the camera. She's... Engaged with the people around her. Do you remember Super Bowl 51? I do. (laughs) When the Patriots tied the game and the Fox broadcast panned to Giselle's suite. Mm -hmm. She had her camera flipped around on her celebrating it to post on Instagram, (laughs) making her husband's biggest moment of his standalone career about her. Mm. So just one of those two things. Mm. The Giselle... You know, the jujitsu Giselle, all that, Mm -hmm. you know, it was never real. It was always a climber using Tom. I don't believe Taylor Swift's using Travis Kelsey. Wow. I don't know if they're really going to get married and do whatever, but if you're ripping it for political purposes, you sound like a loon. And I believe it's more genuine than Giselle and Tom ever were. Curtis, I love you. Well, they have two kids. Uh, What? Tom and Giselle. And I think that... (laughs) I think the only difference what is... What does that mean, they have two kids? Well, it was pretty real. I, I would say the only difference is, I would, and they're not like a disagreement, but Brady, Taylor Swift is so much bigger than Travis Kelsey. I don't think she really wants the, the spotlight on her, where I think Giselle, even though she was a huge model, she wasn't as big 
in the world of just like I don't she, I don't think she was as big as Brady, and so she loved the attention. Mm-hmm. Where Taylor's like, I don't need it. I'm I'm that Ta- big. Well, they she, they tried to do an ad during the last game about the Grammys coming up, and they went to Taylor in the in the suite, and she you can read her lips. She says, "Please go away." Meaning, don't put me on television. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, this goes directly into my lead, if I may. Oh, uh, can you hold it? Oh gosh, yeah, it's a good one. Okay, All right. we'll but be Curtis the judge is of the that. best. But yes, we'll be the judge of that. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> we we'll get to Courtney's lead and to Wiggy's lead and a friendship place friendship bracelet for me for Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> See, there's our English for you. Um, and, uh, and my lead, they're all coming up next. <laughs> Seven. It's they said it a quick back and forth on what they said yesterday in sports. And we will discuss what Tom Brady outrageously declared uh, about the Patriot way yesterday, among other things, coming up at seven. And then at nine, it is ESPN's Sean McDonough. And at 920 this morning, in a stunning turn of events, the great Devin McCourty who wishes to continue his participation on this program through and past the Super Bowl. So could not be more excited about Devin joining us at 920 on this morning's show. But we should get back to this morning's leads. Courtney, you are next. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. Um, If I may go back to Taylor Swift uh, briefly. Um, I know nobody cares. It's sports. Why are we talking about Taylor Swift? Well, I I give you Colin Cowherd who I, I believe works in sports, Greg. I don't know if you can um, yes, yes, confirm does, or deny. Yes, yes, he does, yes. He put it perfectly. Here's what he had to say on the herd. When I hear this whole thing about Taylor Swift, I just want to watch football. Liar. You're lying. A football telecast is not just football. In fact, the commercials for four hours before the Super Bowl will be widely watched. Listen to this. The New York Times measured how long she was actually on the broadcast. Do you know how long it is on average? 25 seconds in three and a half hours. Against the Ravens, it was up to a whopping 32 seconds. Matthew McConaughey, all right, all right, all right. Drake on everything. Spike Lee, Knicks games, 80s, 90s, Jack Nicholson, Laker games. It's cool. But a talented and beautiful woman is on the air, one who would never pay attention to lonely men, and it bothers them. Stunning, stunning. 30 seconds. That's what people are outraged about during a a three-and-a-half-hour game that she's taking up 30 seconds of your time. Where was the outrage when Drake was joining the broadcast for the Raptors, taking up an an entire segment, an Mm. entire block joining the broadcast? And, Mm. hey, I love Drake just as much as the next person. I'm not complaining. But where was the outrage there? It just, to me, it, if you are somebody who's taking the time to say Taylor Swift is dumb, I hate Taylor Swift, take her off the screen, it tells more about you than it does about the person they're showing. Wow, okay. Mm. And one thing to add on that, if you're anything like the people I know in my life that are uh, conservative, you watch Fox News, it's the same thing every 15 minutes all day. 
and you're outraged by 30 seconds of Taylor Swift. It's literally on a repeat the okay. entire day. Is it okay to question whether the relationship is real or fraudulent, though? That's where I am on it. No, you could do that. That's fine. Okay. I mean, I, I But don't... I think that's why a lot of people, she's in the spotlight the way she is. Drake, he's a Raptors fan. Maybe you can get away with that. Oh, Yeah, you can. Okay, he's... so Drake's a fan. Taylor's a girlfriend. Right, What's but the I, I think, see, that's the issue I think some people have. There are a lot of people, Courtney, who don't believe that she's his girlfriend. There was somebody, something Van Zant or whatever, right? She was just on there on social media. Again, there's a, a social socialite, uh, some girl named Van Zant, <laughs> talking about how this... Do you know what I'm talking about? No. You mean the UFC does. fighter? No, no. It's a, it's a girl. She's like, yes, nobody yes, knows. the UFC fighter? Nobody knows oh, what you're talking about because you don't know the full name of the person. Paige Van Zandt? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. The UFC <laughs> fighter? Yeah, well, the UFC fighter? I mean, she's she's widely popular. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, she, her publicist said to her, hey, we have to make up some stuff to create more publicity for you. And I think there are a lot of people that think who it's believe all made that. Up. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, yeah. it's the only... Ex- if... Christian McCaffrey was dating Beyonce. We'd be doing the same thing. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right, Courtney. Thank you. Wiki, good morning. All right. Good morning. So I will say I'm going to kind of piggyback a little bit off of Shime's lead when it comes to this Boston Celtics team and Jason Tatum. Hands down, my opinion. I think he's the best player in, in the NBA today. Right now, he should be winning MVP. That's why I bet on him to win MVP. I know the MVP sometimes gets into a little bit more of a popularity contest and then other things, but I think it should be the best player we looked at on the team, the best team that he's carrying. And when you look at the Celtics team, if you remove Jason Tatum from this team, and I think a lot of MVPs, the team wouldn't be doing anything. But to be able to do what he's doing for the Celtics this year, hands down, this should be his year. This should be the Celtics' year. And it is up to him to prove it to all us Tatum fans in the playoffs that he deserves what we're giving him when we say he's... Is you know, he, in your mind, currently the best player in the NBA? I have him as the best player. I'm a little biased because I'm a Celtics fan. But here's why I have him as the best player. I think he does everything great all around. Okay. Where when you start to look at other players and you go, Giannis is a tremendous player, but he can't shoot. Okay. You know? So that's why I you know, start to look at what he does. Now, I like the Joker. I think the Joker is extremely talented. I think he's the best player in the NBA, best overall player in the NBA. I know that upsets mm-hmm. you, but I think he is. But see, Tatum, to me, is a better all-around scorer than the Joker. Mm-hmm. The Joker's a better facilitator. He should be a better rebounder because he's bigger. But I think Tatum's able to do a little bit more when it comes to scoring. And so... Um, okay. Well, I hope you win your bet. I Listen, I hope I win both of my bets. Yeah. All right. My lead comes with a question this morning. I was listening yesterday to Tom E. Curran on this very radio station expressing concern that Gerard Mayo has yet to be able to name an offensive coordinator for this football team. And that reminded me of this fall when we began to hear that there were very few takers on the uh, that had interest in the chief baseball officer position with the Boston Red Sox. So then I started to think about both of those franchises and are they in such disarray 
that it is difficult, never mind luring talented free agent players here, Mm -hmm. but is it difficult to lure front office people and coaches who would like to be a part of the organization because they believe that the turnaround is quick? Mm. That led me to my question, which I will ask the room and everybody else who listens to this program. Which of those two franchises and their current state has you more disappointed? The Boston Red Sox or the New England Patriots? I say the Red Sox because I'm excited to see Gerard Mayo. It's a breath of fresh air. It seems like he, and he could just be selling what we want to hear, but it seems like there is going to be a change when it comes to the Patriots and the spending and everything else that goes along with it. Hmm, Okay. See, I would agree with Courtney just for those where I would say it is the Red Sox because you expected, you know, you heard all these reports of being in on potentially Yamamoto and you were expecting for a big splash, and then they basically came out and said, hey, we're changing our philosophy on how we spend money. There was no splash. There's been absolutely no splash. They're skipping pebbles. Yeah, so that would, I would would agree. Yeah, for me, it's, uh, I'm more disappointed in the Red Sox. Really? Yeah, I just feel like ownership doesn't care. Like, at least I know Robert Kraft still cares. He may still be cheap, but he at least cares, and he may be meddling too much, but I know that there's effort going on in that building to make things better, whereas for the Boston Red Sox, I I, I couldn't tell you if they actually cared or not. Curtis? I'm going to take a left turn. The Patriots, even though I just saw this tweet from Peter Gammons, is that, the, that Justin Turner tried to talk to the Red Sox, and they wouldn't reply. Right. Oh. It's but, like Schwarbs all over again. But I would just say it's the Patriots because I am so fearful of a report yesterday from our good friend P1 of the show, Zoe, who says that Josh McDaniels and Mac Jones could be a package deal. Running it back week. with those two. Which, There's no way. No chance. Okay, no I, I, I agree. I, I have right. the exact same sentiment. Zoe was as connected as anybody. Right. So I don't think he would just say that. If they do, I'm I'm switching my disappointment from Red Sox to Patriots. <laughs> but they like haven't even interviewed McDaniels yet, which is why like right. I just I don't They don't need to interview him. They know who he is. He's local. They do the whole rigmarole with all these other 11 guys so it looks like they did their due diligence. But you you'd still have to like schedule an interview though. I and I know. heard Tommy I think Justin I think Josh McDaniels schedule is pretty wide open right now. And I heard Tommy Curran yesterday on Gresham's Oh, and I disagree. With the panic mode, on Gresham Zoe. Um, I he brought up Zoe Gresham for you. <laughs> I mean, you played with the man. I know. I play. I played with. Uh, played with Fourier. Eh? No, for a brief period of time. I think I played with Zoe longer than I played with oh, Fourier. Okay. <laughs> so, anyways, okay, yes. Curtis brought the name up, and I started going down yeah, that road. I but point. I heard him on Fourier and Gresh yesterday, and I disagree with the. You need to hurry up and. Hire an offensive coordinator because nobody wants the job. No, no, no. But I don't the, think that's true. No, I, and oh, I come on, I, I, come on, Shine. What, what's so, what's Greg, taking so long then? Greg, coaches in the NFL don't just like turn down jobs. They they don't. When you get offered opportunities, unless you're staying where you currently are at the same position or getting yeah. a raise, unless you, you're staying with the Lions. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what, what, you mean Bobby Slowick? Yeah, ben jo- uh, Bobby Slowick uh, didn't turn down a job. He didn't get one, so he's staying with Houston. No, but he's talking about Ben Johnson. Ben Johnson, uh, ben Johnson wanted t- too much money. 
Say, which backs what what Wiggy's been saying, which is that these young guys are cheap, mm-hmm. uh, and they think they can get guys for, for on the cheap. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, there are guys that turn down jobs all the time. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But they do it uh, like out of choice to stay where they are or gain money. Like they're not turning down the job because they think the Patriots suck. So you're okay. saying Josh McDaniels doesn't have another job, so why would he turn down? A position. Oh, yeah. Josh McDaniels wouldn't turn down a position if he was offered one. But I probably Slowick and, and Ben Johnson, I could see that because maybe they think they can win Super Bowls and then get better jobs next year. Right. So I could see them that doing, Cowboys job or that Bills job might open. I, right. And I see what Mayo's doing. And I I, I, I hate to the, the hear people say, oh, he's just going to hire somebody that's like an, you know, wide receivers coach somewhere else or somebody. You that's what like Bobby Slowick, That's what he was before he became an offensive coordinator. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was just probably a, a, a receivers coach, or and it looks like they're trending in the sense of Nick Kelly could be the guy. Yeah. All right. Well, anyway, those are the leads. We will get to. They said it. A quick back and forth on what they said yesterday in sports. Next, I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over seventy percent of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Coming up at 9, ESPN, Sean McDonough, and at 9.20, it is Devin McCourty. Tomorrow, Mike Milbury on this show, talking Bruins at 8.30. And then we head north for Friday snow show at Loon Mountain. But right now... We need more bush on this show. God. Uh, can you imagine that, that Gavin Rossdale, lead singer of that band... Cheated on the lovely Gwen Stefani. Hmm. I mean, that Can't just goes to, goes to show you that old adage oh. that you show me the hottest looking person yep. in the world and somebody is sick of, you know, wetting the person. But well, Halle, I, Halle Berry's been cheating oh, on like three go. times. I knew you were going to do this. She's it's, the most beautiful woman in the fault. world. Oh. Something's wrong with Gwen I Stefani. I told you. I told you. <laughs> there, I was. It was on the tip of my tongue. I yeah, said, wait yeah, for Wiggy to bl- say. He's Listen. Gonna blame, he's going to blame Gwen Stefani. So why is it that all the beautiful women, a lot of them, have a hard time? Jennifer Aniston, Halle Berry. Um, who's the other smoke show that has a hard time 
getting a man. We were just talking about her on the show not too long Kim ago. Kim Kardashian? You could throw her into the mix. Gwen Stefani had issues. Why is it that all the beautiful women... I'm telling you, there's something about... Be- relationships are hard. Oh. <laughs> I don't hear Melissa McCarthy getting cheated on. Oh, God. <gasps> is I she don't. married? Yeah. How dare you? She's been married. How Have you dare ever heard you? it? Have you ever heard bite it? Bite your tongue. Take I'm it not, back. I don't have to bite Take my tongue. Melissa is McCarthy true? is... Oprah Winfrey. <gasps> Stedman ain't never stepped out on oh, her. Oh, my... It's fat, Courtney. God. Don't get upset. Something about the smoke show. What, what's wrong? What's wrong with Leonardo DiCaprio? Why can't he? Why can't oh, he land he a woman for a long time? Because he clearly don't want a woman. Oh, so oh. Oh, okay, okay. So maybe Jennifer Aniston, Gwen Stef- well, Gwen Stefani's married now. Yeah. Kim Kardashian, Halle Berry don't want a man. Right? No, no, no. They they've openly said oh, that they my. want to be in relationships. You are. There's there's something about maybe their standards are too high. <laughs> They're the whatever. Standards? How would the standards being too high lead someone to cheat on you? I don't know what it is. I'm just saying Halle Berry, Jennifer Aniston, all these beautiful women, they always are saying it's so difficult for them to keep a man. Damn. You're a bit of a misogynist. It's not. I got nothing to do with misogyny. I just call it like I see it. Yeah, it's nothing. I don't even know what misogynist means. I just all call right. Can we get to this, please? It's time for... Larry Bird's not walking through that door, fans. Would not say that I'm Mona Lisa Vito of the football world. They... They want you to cook the dinner. At least they ought to let you shop for some of the groceries. Said it. Wake up to Del Bambino and have me facing. Maybe I'll do it in the eyes. They said it. Brought to you by AAA Work Trucks. Take the work out of your next work truck. AAAWorkTrucks.com I'm just going to say it. Where should we start this morning, Shime? Yeah, Greg, we got to start with Tom Brady. Uh, Tom Brady was on the Pat McAfee show yesterday, and Pat uh, tried to ask him about the Patriot way, like what it was, mm. kind of what it meant to Tom Brady, and this was Tom Brady's response uh, to the Patriot way. I've never used that term in my entire life. I think when people say it, I'm always like, what's the Patriot way? It sounds like the title of a book. I think what we tried to do was we tried to do things the right way. I think we tried to practice the right way and prepare the right way. What happened on game day was ultimately a reflection of what we practiced. And I thought we had great leadership from our coaches and it filtered down to the guys who really drove the culture. We had so many guys that I played with over the course of a lot of years that, you know, really understood that, okay, I'm going to care about my teammates and I'm going to care about helping the team win. And whatever personal agenda you had, individual success and individual awards, I don't want to make those insignificant, but they weren't as significant as what we were trying to accomplish as a team. Mm. Okay. No Patriot, no such huh. thing as the Patriot way. Well, we mm. never said it in the building. I don't like it morphed into just the way that which we did things. Like he said, you put the team before yourself, yeah. and then it just morphed into how things are done in New and, England. And who would you credit most with getting those teams – to accept that as their mission, as their goal. Well, obviously, it starts with Bill. Okay. And then the players in that locker room have to buy in. Buy in and then implement that in and the Tom locker Brady, room. Tom Brady, it certainly helped having him as a leader, I would assume. Right, but he who learned, was always leading the way when it came to that. Right, but he learned from guys like Willie and Teddy and whether it was Troy, it was all those guys Wiggy. for that, you know, those early that early team that were um when he was a younger player. So yeah, and then instilled that he ran with it. it it's more like the Patriots way. It's just about here's how we do things and then it's like um 
it's a relay race, and you just keep passing the baton to the next guy, whether it's Vance, Mayo, and then he passes it. But it got lost somewhere along the way. Yeah, then. uh, Once Tom left. Yeah, then it's like once Tom left, there was nobody to really carry the baton. Yeah, nobody was really ready to carry the baton. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Greg, you know what I thought of, too? Is there any way in hell Aaron Rodgers, just talking about accountability in the teams now, would tolerate his tight end being a bigger star than him? No. I really think Mahomes should be credited because Mm. I think he's the new Brady in terms of winning and all that stuff. And he seems happy to share the spotlight with Kelsey and Swift. Yeah. Whereas I think that there, maybe his wife, not too much, but, (laughs) um, but I really think that that's something that is noteworthy. That in this day and age of every ma- every superstar being the number one star in their town, in the country, whatever, Mahomes sort of has taken a step back in that regard. Yeah. All right, what's next, Sean? Uh, next, Greg, you asked earlier who we had more confidence in like between the Red Sox and the Patriots. Well, I don't think this will instill a lot of confidence in you about the Red Sox. Here's what Ken Rosenthal said to A.J. Pruszynski about the Red Sox and their um, quote-unquote moves in free agency. Are they trying? Because they, no. they let Justin Turner. They're not okay. I mean, let's face it. They're the Boston Red Sox. Okay, they don't have this regional sports network problem. They own Nesson. They are a team that should be, as their chairman Tom Werner said earlier this offseason, they should be full throttle. They've got Jordan Montgomery sitting in Boston, working out in Boston. His wife is doing a residency in Boston. He is right in front of them. And maybe they'll sign him, but it sure doesn't seem like they're going to do anything big. Sam Kennedy, their team president, said at their winter event that they probably, or he indicated they might be cutting payroll. It's inexplicable to me the way they're running this thing. Now, they have young talent coming. They've got some interesting pieces, even this year, that they're going to incorporate. But, again, it's the Boston Red Sox. It's inexplicable what they are doing. Hmm. I mean, I think it's, it's very explainable. Cutting payroll. Yeah. And expecting somehow that the result is going to be different. Yeah. You <laughs> heard mean, him say they got a bunch of young I, talent that they're banking on that don't cost them much. Like literally a, a step, a giant step in the right direction would have been just to add an arm. That's all you had to do. I, 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 you know, it's, it's, they're, they're spending less and expecting a different result. It doesn't happen, unfortunately, in most cases. Uh, what's next, Shine? Well, I got one more for you here, Greg. Uh, a great a song by uh, one of my favorite artists, Marcus King, is called Fraudulent Waffle. We like to call out the fraudulent <laughs> waffles here on the program. Uh, and there is no bigger fraudulent waffler than the one and only Rory McIlroy. Uh, here is what he had to say about PGA and live. Guys made choices to go and play live. Guys made choices to stay here and... If people still have eligibility on this tour and they want to come back and play or you want to try to do something, let them come back. I think it's hard to punish people. Um, I don't think there should be a punishment for... I'm Obviously, I've changed my tune on that because I see where golf is and I see that having a diminished PGA Tour and having a diminished Live Tour or anything else is, is bad for both parties. Be much better being together and moving forward together for the good of the game. That's my... That's my opinion of it. So the faster that we can all get back together and start to play and, you know, start to have, you know, the strongest feels possible, I think is great for golf. I can't. I cannot. 
Well, what's the big issue that he's changed his mind on it? Changed his mind. He was having a pitchfork, wanting everybody strung up. Oh, he, he was changed he his was mind, right? Changing your mind from being like, oh, you know, I, I, I like this color to that color is one thing. Changing your mind from saying that all of these. This group of men that that were all greedy mm-hmm. and ruined the game of golf, <laughs> yeah, like you, and changing your mind now that you're benefiting from it. Yeah. Well, and because like his best friend went over to live, and so he's like, oh, I can't, I can't hate live now. I mean, that's what most people uh, do. You show him the money, right? It's a, Wiggy. It's always about the money. That is he, always. He is I mean, don't giant, get us. He's a giant fraud. Right. He is a giant fraud. It's all about the money now, and so everything he, is, is. he with live now? Okay, he's, no, he's a PGA no. Guy. John Rom went to live though, and they're good friends and right. play on the Euro team together in like the Ryder Cup. And so now, as soon as Rom went over, he, he has completely changed his tune. Um, all right, all right. Shime, that's they said it. Quick back and forth on what they said yesterday in sports. Coming up at seven thirty, the news with Courtney. That's fifteen minutes away. We'll get the boomers in the news. Why one Florida woman tried to kill her husband after he received something in the mail. Wait till you see the mugshot of this lady. Good mugshot? Oh, okay. my God. Right. Better than Greg's? Uh, Way better. We will We will get the, that coming up at 7.30. Now, here's what's trending on WEEI. The Celtics take down the Pacers at the TD Garden last night, 129-124. to 124. Jason Tatum put up 30 to lead the way while Jalen Brown had 25 and Derek White had 24. And more is coming out about Rondo, who was arrested over the weekend in Indiana on a number of charges, including possession of a firearm and marijuana. According to Indiana State Police, Rondo was pulled over for a traffic violation on Interstate 65. The trooper smelled marijuana coming from his car. They then found a gun, marijuana, and drug paraphernalia in the car. Rondo is not allowed to have a firearm because of a protection order that is in place against Mm. him. Can I ask a question? Yes. Why are we having the All-Star Game in Indiana and not in Boston? Like, everybody says, I get it, Boston, not exactly Vegas, but Indianapolis Mm -hmm. is like... A, a, a more puritanical Boston. Yeah. Like, I, I don't get it. How, when was the last time we had the All-Star game here? NBA uh, All-Star game? Yeah. It's been a while. I thought it was like in the time. 50s or something like that. But well, aren't I don't they know bi- about the 50s. Yeah, I believe so. And they Aren't they supposed to be bidding on it for 2026 or something like yeah. that? I thought Wick said. So yeah, the city's got a bid on it, you know. Yeah. I yes, mean, Wick what is right. Was, 1951. What was the last All-Star game in the city? Was it the NHL All-Star game? Um, no, that would be the MLB in 99. Yeah, right? the Pedro game. Because the NHL thought, one was 96. Correct? Are you sure about that? I thought the NHL All-Star game was after that. that I know there was one in 96. Williams returned. Maybe there was one in the early 2000s that I'm unaware of. Yeah. But doesn't yeah. the city have to like bid on it? Isn't it about yes, the city? Yes, yes. Uh, 1996. And some Tom Brady business news for Curtis this morning. Brady is merging TB12 with No Bull, which is a Mac Jones brand. Right. No Bull okay. sponsors Mac Jones. So that's interesting. Tom owns Mac again. <laughs> I think Mac's version is actually called No Ball. Oh! <laughs> That was pretty good. That was pretty good. Uh, That is what's trending. Here's Curtis with your weather. Wiggy, why can't Greg hold on to a lady? Are you going to blame him? Uh, 
Because he's for the they're streets. Coming, he's like Leo. They're coming out the woodwork, oh, as we as as Wiggy would say. Not the word I would choose. Holding on to him is not the issue. Huh. Oh. Okay. But he said, Curtis, he's for the... If Jennifer Aniston and Halle Berry was like, yo, I'm for the streets. I'm I for the streets. I wouldn't, I wouldn't have an issue with it. But they always say they're looking for love. They want to settle down. I, I think I, that's I, because it's socially acceptable for guys, not for women. That's you, Exactly. And if they were saying, I'm for the streets, well, you would be like, women, way worse than men. No, I would give them... <laughs> way their, worse. I'd give them their flowers. Be honest. I mean, Courtney, I understand, you know, you're a woman, but you got to learn to be honest. Women, especially beautiful women, they are very, very high standards, and it's hard for them to keep men because, look at it. men don't want to put in the work. No, it's not that. It's like, this chick is, you know, wants me to walk on water. I ain't Jesus here. All right. Well, uh... Greg can't walk on water, but he can plank like a superstar. We learned that earlier. 26 degrees, mostly cloudy afternoon, high approaching 40. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseballs and boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseballs and boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Coming up momentarily, the news with Ruthie and then ESPN Sean McDonough at 9 and Devin McCourty at 9.20 on the Super Bowl and other things. And at some point, I guess, we should probably get into Santo's response when confronted yesterday about nudes Mm -hmm. on his phone. Maybe we could do that at 8. Yeah, we'll give um, his official uh, statement at eight. Uh, okay, um, because there's <laughs> some some potential controversy brewing there. Mm. Um, there was also a, a texter looking for a douche ruling on somebody who's going to be playing in a Super Bowl shortly. So maybe we could do that before news. Real quick though, this is David from New Hampshire. Hey, David. Hey, how are you? What's up? Hey, uh, I was a patroller at Loon for 10 years, and I want to offer my services to Wiggy on Friday. Okay. Mm -hmm. So you would guide him down Loon Mountain in in a safe manner? Uh, No. I would would pick him up. Okay. Should he need it. (laughs) And and if if he can't help me 
get him up. I'll roll him onto a toboggan and bring him down. <laughs> I mean, I, I it's going to be one or the other. Uh, either the man is going to stumble and do severe damage to himself, mm. or he's going to turn out to be, because he's an athlete, mm. he was a professional athlete, he's going to turn out to be uh, like some kind of a Nordic champion or something. I feel like, like I'm going to dominate that you do? kid slow. Really? Yeah. Yes. Hey, yeah. hey, hey Wiggy, I, I got a football uh, analogy for you. Uh-huh. So if, if you were line if you were lined up on the right side of the right hash mark and had to do a square in, uh-huh. you'd run down the field and plant your right foot really hard and turn ninety degrees in. Yep. If you were do if you were doing a post, you'd plant your right foot not as hard, but you'd slant a little bit differently. Right. Same thing with skiing. The hard the harder you push down on that ski, the more you're going to turn in the mm. opposite direction. Okay. okay. Mm. All right. I feel like that's good advice. Yeah. I mean, you've received a lot of good advice, and I'm yes. sure you'll get a lot of it in person Friday morning. Well, I've got also advice like, don't do it. <laughs> Dakota sent me a, a, a an, an inbox message, and I guess his daughter was doing it. Her knee was all jacked up. Yeah. So there's been I mean, that. You are, you are at risk of severe injury. I'm not going to lie, during Friday's show. Well, I, so I, much so that I think you have to sign a waiver. Well, that's the, why I said. For if the company. If it's the, I'm not getting on a chairlift. You can cancel Christmas. Well, on how that. do you think you're going to get up there? The magic carpet. What's your? Is it heights? Is that what you're afraid of? When it I don't to- like heights. I'm afraid of heights. And those chairs are too flimsy. <laughs> I feel like those things are put together with duct tape well, they, and they, peanut they, butter. They've, <laughs> they've been working for decades at Loon. Yeah. There's, I mean, there's rarely an issue when it comes to chairlifts. Just every like the- once, every once in a while, people get thrown off right. in a violent manner. But that was one time on a in the, the like a. At Sun Valley or something, it right? Do we have the one that we've been showing? Yes. I think that was yes. over the weekend. Actually. Just like the oh, no. just like no. the big booty uh, socialite, <laughs> the chairlifts are not meant for bigger people. Right? <laughs> they hold like five people at a time. Yeah. You would be okay. No, I'm not getting on it. They're too flimsy. I don't, I'm not They're getting on. Fun. I'm not getting on anything that looks like it should be on somebody's porch. And then expect me to go skate, 30 feet above uh, ground. A yeah. lot of people say that if you can skate, which you can, yes. then you can skate. Yep. No, I, can I so think I said I, that day one. I think I think you're going to nail it. But skating's level. That sounds yes. a lot like, Greg, if you can dodge a wrench, you can dodge a ball. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we got you all locked. Do you have all the gear you need? Uh, like you have a helmet, you have goggles. I have helmet oh, and Wiggy, goggles. This is what it's going to look like over the weekend if you're yeah. watching. Yeah, if I'm not getting on, on that Twitch, thing. That's, that's things, the chairlift out of control <laughs> look on at Twitch that. right now. Them things look fuel. so <laughs> flimsy. People oh, are getting tossed people. off of that. Oh, look at that. Awesome. No, people it's going died. Backwards. People died during this yeah. one. That's yeah. actually the Patriots season if you watch. <laughs> I'm not getting on that thing. I'll do the magic carpet. Somebody that's said- how the Red Sox get rid of a cheap baseball officer. <laughs> and blame Send him for him everything. Send back down the chairlift. <laughs> if you think this chairlift is broken, you're a liar. <laughs> so I'm magic coughing it up. Okay, do you need... Do you need ski pants? Did Foyer give you a ski Foyer's pants? Foyer's supposed to bring me some ski pants. Okay. Maybe he brings them today, but if not, tomorrow. Okay. And then I get the the skis and the the boots down there. Okay. Uh, this is Paul from Uxbridge. Hello, Paul. Hey, morning, guys. What's so, up? Hey, I just want to ask Greg. Greg, are you going to bring the kid harness to, to throw on Wiggy <laughs> on the magic carpet just so he doesn't run away too fast? Like the leash. Uh, those uh, Those things. There are people who do ski with their kids. On a harness, and on a harness, yeah. and that I mean. So, that, so, that. so we will, so we'll see you Friday, Wiggy. Uh-huh. If you need anything last minute, just post out. We'll get it to you. All right, all awesome. right. We'll see you there, Paul. 
All right, you guys. Looking forward to it. I'm going to lean back like I'm taking a, uh, a number two. So if I do fall, I'm already close to the ground. Yeah, that is advice that they give you. Is right. That's how they tell you to visualize it, is to lean back like you're on a bidet. Right, but I don't have the, the I don't have like, <laughs> my knee flexibility is not the same. So I Actually, can't. probably the amount of times that you're going to fall, you'll experience nature's bidet <laughs> on Friday. <laughs> Friday morning. I just tell all those kids. I tell all those kids under ten, look out. They renamed the slope Wiggy's bidet. <laughs> well, I can't wait. So we're heading up there tomorrow after the show. We got a, a big pregame, which is happening at the Woodstock Inn Brewery in North Woodstock, New Hampshire. Come out at six thirty. We're going to ask you to make a donation of ten bucks to the foundation. I've been asked, and so I will answer. Is there? Official limited edition snow show merch. Of course there is. Mm -hmm. Uh, The amazing Ashley from the foundation will be there Thursday night, giving you the chance to get uh, one of a kind. We have like the, uh, the beanies, the beanies for men and for women. Yes. That's Um, awesome. So first ever limited edition Greg Hill show snow show merch. There's a lot of merch Uh, coming out pretty soon when it comes to the Greg Hill foundation. Good stuff coming. Very Um, good stuff. So, uh, and what else? So that's and you have shime size medium. I hope for these. <laughs> I'm not and, quite there yet, Curtis. And, and then we will see you on Friday morning, bright and early at six, at the South Peak Lodge. And I hope you'll come out and enjoy the show. And we're we're coming to you, New Hampshire. So I hope that you will come and see us on Friday morning. This is Bob. Hello, Bob. Good morning, everybody. What's up? Wiggy, I got just two things for you. Mm-hmm. When you rent skis, they're going to try and give you the ski for your height of you. Do not take a long ski. Mm. Get a shorter ski. They're easier to handle. Okay. All right? Okay? And another thing, don't worry about the kids. They're going to come zipping by you like nothing. <laughs> All right. You're going to be blown away. A, a six-year-old is going to come by you. They have no fear. They're going to buzz down them out. You look out for the kids. Okay. All right? All right, short because skis. they know how to ski. Short the skis. The kids know how to ski. And get short skis. All right. All right, good, good luck. Thank you. <laughs> What's the shortest ski that they have? I'm worried about the short skis I for wear you because you're thir- so tall. Yeah, but he's you're saying. You're top heavy. Yeah, but he's saying. Wait, <laughs> I mean, well, that's not very nice. No, yeah, I'm saying. I'm saying <laughs> no, 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 Wiggy looks great. I'm saying, like, that right. is that is a tall man to be on such short skis. Right, but he's saying the shorter the skis, the easier to control. What's the shortest ski that they have? Is that like I wear I know, a size it's like 13? 120s or one? I don't know what that means. Something like that. I, I don't know what the shortest. So is, I wear a size 13. Can I would get probably a, if they measured you? I bet you they probably want you to be on like 190s. Can I be on a ski that's like maybe two feet long? Do they I, have skis like that? I don't know. Like a, like <laughs> a, like a, it would be like a toothpick and chimes hand. But it'd be I mean, like I, being on skates. I mean, you can you can get the smallest that are available. I'm sure hmm. I. I'd also sign up for the insurance when they ask you if they if you want the insurance. Yeah, I would get your life insurance in order. Four oh four texter, can I get a signed eight by ten from Wiggy before Friday before it's too late? <laughs> Ooh, good idea, yeah. Wiggy. We could get an action shot of you skiing with the snowball photo. It totally opens up that market. It More does do by it. Tens. It definitely does. It does that. If yeah. I can't see the bottom, like well, if I can't throw a snowball from the top of the slope to the bottom of the slope. You're not doing it? No. Oh, that 
that's I mean now you're making it kind of ridiculous. That's that's not a mountain. That is. I'm a, not, but that's the point. Well, he always changes. Think right. about the jugs machine challenge. Yes. Like he changed that. To benefit him. That's what he does. He's like Rory McIlroy. Oh, you know what? You want to see me go down the mountain. How about you guys come right next to me? You're more than welcome to come down the mountain with me. Well, I'm a great skier, so if uh, you want that, Courtney? Bring, it, bring it. I have bad knees. Oh, like, I didn't play in the NFL for 10 years. Bring right? it. I mean, you can bring it. I've said it. that from jump, though. I, my, I how you agreed. How are my knees? How do you think my knees are? Probably not good. All right. So, but so I'll still. speed. Uh, right. So when that's you get, what... When you get to Loon, you're going to see a picture of me, and right below it, it says Shredder. I am. Oh, God. <laughs> I believe that. What are you, uh, the villain of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles now? I was on the racing team at the Shoba Valley Ski Area oh. when I was a youth. You weren't actually on the bench like the basketball team? I was on the A racing team, not did the B. Did you do like moguls? Or... Huh? I did all, all that stuff. Wow. Greg's only A. <laughs> <laughs> so That's it. I may ski. I have I've yet to right. decide. I know both I got both of my kids coming though. Brees and Julia and they are both ski? coming up to ski. Yeah. Oh, see. Brees is gonna do old man versus young man challenge with Bobes down the mountain. Oh wow. Yeah, see I believe it. I I'm starting out on the smallest mountain possible, the kitty slope. Mm-hmm. And if I told you, if I can't throw a snowball from the top to the bottom, it ain't happening, Captain. Cancel Christmas yeah, on that one. Ricky, I'm not going to mock you because I wouldn't be up there right. if you paid I'm me not getting on no ski lift. I told you, them things look like they just were put together, you know, with aluminum and, you know, a yeah. screw. I'm not getting on anything that looks like that. Conveyor be belt. For those who are not able to make it on mm-hmm. Friday morning, and I hope that you are, um, but you will be GoPro'd up. Okay, uh, and on the obviously on Twitch and on YouTube, first time you ever try yes. to make it down the mountain. So I look um, at the slope in this way: if I can't go, if I start to go, ooh, this is a little scary, and if I can't say, let me take my skis off and walk down the hill, it's too yeah. high. Then it's too, <laughs> exactly you do that. Right. no shame. In that. <laughs> no shame. No shame in your game. Nope. I mean, if, <laughs> I, if I can walk, I want a hill where I can walk up for my skis with me. In all sincerity, Greg, like I remember the last time I went skiing. God knows when it was. I was like ten, but there are like you could slide off the of the mountain. Like, how does that not happen more often? <laughs> I mean, it does happen. Like generally, but but you know, you don't go over the cliff of the like. You but know, there, the it looks like there's a precipitous. No, drop. no. I mean, there's some like there there are there are people who do unfortunately get severely injured going off. The trail. I mean, mm. the trail is very safe, oh, but it's icy. V- very safe. And they like are the skis like break away from the boots. Yeah. So they just yeah, like as you when you go down, your skis are going to go fly- <laughs> go flying. But they have little sticky things that come out and stick them right in the snow, so you can get up, clean your <laughs> clean yourself off, check for broken bones. I told you, if I can't walk up and down the hill, it ain't I, happening. I cannot. Wait I for cannot. This. If it, I, I can't tired, walk that up the, the hill, it's not happening. Like the visual spectacle of him standing at the top of the mountain, <laughs> dreading trying to make it down, is going to be extraordinary. And it's going to be like those videos where you ever see the videos. At the resorts where the last person of the day is coming down and they're a beginner and there's a hundred people yes. waiting out there making noise. That's what's going to happen yep. on Friday at 9.30 a.m. Isn't it ironic, though, or interesting, if it's not ironic, that a guy who willingly went across the middle and caught passes in front of Brian Erlacher <laughs> is terrified about going down a hill? I don't, Curtis. I don't like heights. I'm not. It's just uh, interesting. Yeah, I do not like heights. I'd rather go across the middle all day long. Uh, You're going to be great. 774 text on the Subaru of New England text line. Find your authorized Subaru retailer at SubaruofNewEngland.com. Are we still getting hungover cocoa on Friday? Sure are. Yes. Yep. yes. 
That's really the only thing you care about. Wiggy's mission is to get down the mountain. Yours is to get absolutely uh, the well, delirious. Well, like, resp- I'm going to be responsible. Yeah. But so you're not getting sauced well, no, up. No, I'm getting sauced up, but like, I, I don't want to be, you know, vomiting at the bar. Right. You want to be overly sauced. Right. I don't want to be Mid-level embarrassing. Yeah. yeah. It is a work event. And you said you ch- you're choosing dirty martinis? Well, if they have blue cheese stuffed olives. If they don't have blue cheese stuffed olives, then I will be doing a spicy margarita. But their beer menu is also very good. I've found a stout on the menu. Uh, huh. Not many places around here carry a good stout, so I will huh. be dabbling in that as well. So, Levels, how turnt are you getting then? Because you made it come Rhode across. Rhode Island. You made Oh, you're going Rhode Island level turn? Yeah. Oh, Rhode boy. Island. Was that the oh, Milbury like, one? Yeah. Shots, Greg. Yeah. yeah. That, was, uh, that mm. one can be blamed on Mike Milbury. Yes. Uh. Yeah. I love that man. And listen, I think Wiggy's going to actually be a pretty good skier. I would love to be able to ski. People are like, you'll be fine. Brace up your knees. It's not worth it for me anymore. I suffer from floating kneecaps. My knee does not sit in a V. It sits on a flat surface. I've dislocated Four. both numerous mm. times, so I don't have cartilage anymore. Not worth it for me. That's the issue that I have. I, floating kneecaps sounds like the nickname of somebody Curtis dated at Boston College. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> what All right. Well, um, how did I get astray? But oh, I'm very excited. I, I think this is going to be a very uh, fun filled family. I fr- hope so. I mean, we mm-hmm. get the people ask for it. I uh, So I'm expecting that they show up like they do for the road shows. Mm-hmm. Either way, it'll be good. I know. I can't wait. I can't wait. All right, we got to take a break. But we will get to today's news with Courtney coming up next. It's time for... No, they're not lumpy pillows. That's not what they call on. That when you say lumpy pillows, now you're in... The news. Dang. Obviously, you don't have a my pillow, too. With your host, Courtney Cox. In a bowl of Mistron soup. The news is sponsored by Northeast Men's Health. The experts in men's sexual health with four locations, including their newest in Woburn, with appointments as early as 7 a.m. Visit NortheastMensHealth.com for more. Nobody calls because of a lumpy pillow. On WEEI. Kevin Kangdi, the man who's been wanted for the murder of Maggie Mbitu, who was found stabbed to death in a car at Logan Airport, uh, has been captured in Kenya. Oh. Yes, finally. The 40-year-old is from Lowell. He's now in custody and is expected to be extradited back to the U.S. Here's Maggie's cousin James on CBS Boston. Right now, we're just elated, and we'd like to be thankful to law enforcement, definitely here and back home, um, for coming together and, and, like I said, bringing us closer to justice. It's amazing that they caught the dude. It's amazing that yeah. it took this long. No, like, I mean... But they a, knew that he got on a certain flight. Yeah. I'm just surprised that there weren't people. That's a long flight to yeah. Kenya from Boston. Yeah. I'm surprised that by the time that they found Maggie and figured who, out who he was, that there weren't police waiting for him when he landed. Oh, maybe, but maybe the laws out there might be different. I, thought, you, I think you know they how found that is. out after the flight. It wasn't I, that yeah. long afterwards that they found They've, out. Well, no, because the, the the family of Maggie reported her missing because she didn't show up to work and she wasn't responding to their texts. So then they were tracking her. Pretty sure they found the flight had taken off, but they had found her, I believe, pretty quickly after. Yeah. Right. Crazy. Well, good that they got them. Yes. Uh, two current and two retired Mass State troopers were among six arrested in an alleged commercial driver's license application scheme. So they basically were taking money and making sure that you passed the driver's test. 
for a commercial for a commercial license. license. So right. people who shouldn't be driving trucks yep. are going to be drive are now driving trucks. Yes, because they were getting paid to, to to get them licenses. Yep. Yeah. The six individuals are charged in a seventy four count indictment. Here is U.S. Attorney Joshua Levy from yesterday's news conference. These defendants all conspired to pass applicants who either failed the test, did not take the test, or took an abbreviated test. Today's a sober reminder that that none of us are above the law. Yeah. Yep. (laughs) Ridiculous. And how many of those people are still on the road? Right. Governor Healy and Mayor Wu will tour the Roxbury Recreation Center today uh, to turn it over into migrant family uh, shelters. There's an issue here because Uh, the recreation center hosts numerous athletic clubs for all ages, whether Uh they're kids or the elderly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, So where will they go? Well, they're going to lose the place that they go to do their track and field stuff. Yep. Uh, Seniors go to walk there. Yep. Uh, Families go to get recreation there. Mm -hmm. And they're very upset about it. I saw last night. Yes, we have Uh, one woman, Eleanor Williams, who goes to the rec center with her elderly father multiple times a week. Well, I definitely think that the community was not heard, you know, or, or listened to. I don't think we even had an opportunity to really talk about how can we provide support with the families being here. Hmm. Well, apparently, like, if you're a resident in Roxbury, your needs come, uh, your needs are second. Right. You, uh, the, you, somebody who was born here, lived here your whole life, your needs are not important when it comes to getting exercise. So they're housing them all in the courts and everything? Yeah. yeah. It, yeah. it is so astounding to me. I don't know a single person, person that thinks this is a good idea, yet... The elected officials are so petrified of being viewed as anti-immigrant that they allow these policies, but it doesn't impact their life. Why don't they go to the state house and city hall? There's a lot of room in there, right? <laughs> Plenty of room. Keep keep yeah. these, and it's always it's Roxbury that gets impacted, not the people in Brookline that are like, yeah, let all the migrants in. <laughs> Meanwhile, they have five acres and yeah. no issue with their life. Yeah, that's true, Curtis. NIMBY, uh, not mean, in my backyard. That is the oh, entirety yeah, of that's it. what it You're always right. is. Like Governor Healy, and I like Governor Healy. She's, mm-hmm. uh, she comes on the show from time to time. But why don't you put him up at the State House? Plenty right. of room there. Plenty of room. So there's a few uh, spaces open in the seaport at Echelon, that bottom <laughs> no, floor where why? they're putting in stores. <laughs> Lots of empty space. No, put yes, them in the convention it's, center. It's, like, yeah. put them in one of those places. Like, don't, you know, the seaport people actually live there. The rock, uh, the rec center people go there, whether to play basketball, use it for, you know, activities. Whether it's the convention center, th- for, I don't know. Throw them in the garden. I'm, I'm still waiting to hear where the money, the, the, the estimate is... It will cost the taxpayers of this state $1 billion when it comes to housing and caring for migrants this year. $1 billion. Where is that money coming from? Where is... Coming where, from us, our taxes going is, up. I mean, it's an inordinate burden for people to bear. But I would say in my lifetime, there has never been a bigger chasm between the people that are saying to do things and the actual feeling in the burden of those policies with the people that are the electorate. Like, whether it's John Kerry admonishing anybody who drives a gas vehicle while flying around the globe ten times on a private jet, or Maura Healy and Mayor Wu 
enacting policies supporting the open borders and the stay of thousands of migrants without any actual tangible plan to house them. And people in Roxbury need that community center in ways that people in far more affluent towns do not, but the affluent, very very liberal towns will never actually give Mm -hmm. anything they have to jeopardize their day. They just don't care, and they allow the people of Roxbury to be put out while acting like they're doing something good for society. Now, a 781 texter on the Subaru of New England text line says, Greg, do you realize how absurd you sound when you say, yes, people can't exercise so human beings can have a roof over their head while they sleep. Okay, let's get that guy's number. Let's have some people stay with him, okay? <laughs> I'm serious. If it's no big deal, open up your house. Yeah. Oh, wait. Oh, you'll, you'll go away like everybody else. Yeah, once it knocks on your door, people are like, well, you know, I don't know if we want to do, but, you know, I don't know if we want that here. But why I, not Dover Center? The town hall's gigantic. It's empty. Why is it Roxbury? If we were, if we had, if we were blessed with endless amounts of money, then we should provide everybody that we possibly can with a roof over their head and three squares a day, whether they're from here or they're from anywhere. We don't have that. Mm-hmm. So my I my focus has always been on the, in my belief, there should be no children that are born here in the United States that are growing up here, that are hungry, don't have a place to stay. That's where you start. Yeah, right. We don't. We just don't have and en- we just don't have endless amounts of money. But how many kids it- in Boston are having trouble eating? That that are food. Uh, uh, there's a term challenged for it. Th- th- that are unable to eat three yeah. meals a day. Mm-hmm. Why don't we make sure that's taken care of in that Roxbury Community Center before we start housing people who just arrived here because of a, a, a non-existent plan to allow our borders to be shut down? Because, you know, a lot of, not a lot, but, you know, a lot of American politicians, it's always about let's help others before we help the people at home. Like, well, I, always, uh, yes, I always look at it and I've always been like, there are kids, whether it's dealing with, like Curtis said, that are not eating. There are kids that are displaced. There are kids in America that are living in violence. There are kids that live in communities where there are not enough programs. But it's always about let's help people outside of America. And then well, what about our people? Well, we'll get to them when we they're, – they're free. Yeah. Well, I, I feel awful for those people in Roxbury. Yeah. I do. Um, we got to take a break. Okay. We'll get to the rest of the news next, including boomers in the news. And why one Florida woman tried to kill her husband after he received something in the mail. That's next. Never mind the countdown to Dynasty on Apple TV. Do you have a countdown going when it comes to the new Vice City or the new uh, Grand Theft Auto coming out soon? I always think of Vice City. Right? Oh no, I am knee deep in a game called Pal World right now, Greg. You would—it's it, tremendous. Yeah, I'm well aware of what it is. <laughs> Pal World, Pal, P-A-L, Pal World, Pal World. Yeah, it's great. Already, it stands for uh, polyamorous lovers. Nope, that's not what it stands for. Uh, (laughs) Is is Pal World where all the gamers get friend zoned? Nope, Uh, it's like a. uh, Is it like Fortnite? I'm looking at the. No, no, no. So it's a it's a like a a survival type game, uh, but there's also like these creatures that are similar to Pokemon running around. You can shoot them out of like rocket launchers, and Mm. it's uh, to give give a little monkey a machine gun. It's great. There's a new show I want to start watching. I believe it came out this week. Griselda. 
It's oh, Sofia Vergara. Yes. It's like the she's a queen. Griselda pin. Blanco. Yeah, that's a true story. Yeah, yeah that, that looks very good. That is, do you know the family's kind of tripping? They don't like the way that she, the Sofia Vergara. Vergara. I guess they don't like the way they portrayed her, or they weren't in on it. Oh. But yeah, that's um. Have you ever seen like the documentary on no. her? Yeah, she was like. Oh, apparently I didn't know this, but in the Twitch chat, I'm looking at the great Honey Badger, who just. By the way, you can watch this show on Twitch every day. Just go to Twitch and follow WEI, and this show on Twitch is presented by Elite Vodka. Please enjoy Elite Vodka responsibly. There are apparently many Pal World weirdos out there. I don't know if you know that or not, Chime. Uh, yeah, there's probably. I I can imagine. What's the what, What's the thing with a Pal World weirdo? Like I, what? I, I, I'm not exactly sure what uh, Honey Badger is getting at, but you know it's. Uh, what is the game? What's the purpose of it? Strange. It looks weird. Like you, you build up a, a base and you capture all these different pals. And you want to complete the What's the a pal? pal decks. They're like it's like a Pokemon, but oh it's a little God. bit different. Um, you want to like complete the pal decks. You want to explore the entire uh, region, and you can. And be honest, how many hours a day? Uh, how many hours a day? I don't know how many hours a day I've played. Maybe like. Uh, on average, like one and a half, two. Oh, wow. I think, oh, I think I'm up to about 15 and a half, 16 hours of total gameplay time. Wow. That ain't bad. I'm on Call of Duty from four hours. Every day? Oh, yeah, easily. Oh, my Once God. I get caught in the Call of Duty, I get in them lobbies trying to catch them dubs. Solo dubs. Really? I could, I could, I could sit down and tune. Next thing I know, it's Doc outside. Who do you think would do better at Call of Duty, you or Shine? Um, we played together before. Yeah, Sean, oh, you, you play a lot. Uh, I haven't played in quite some time, yeah, but so I, I was very. I'm a very good Call of Duty. Player. Yeah, I'm like like not. I we I'm a I'm a sniper like a- more than I am a just radical go out there and always want to push on people. We should do like a head to head thing somewhere. Like go to Helix or someplace mm-hmm. like that and have you guys go head to head. Wiggy's gonna need some kind of handicap. Yeah. yeah, it won't and, be fair because I'm a solo guy. I don't like pl- I play teams. When I play teams, I like to be the squad leader. Are we going to do this with Gerard Mayo? Oh yeah, that's right. Gerard Mayo said he'd do that with us. Oh, he plays. Oh, he wants to play Madden though, right? And then he said he, he wants said to play he wants yeah. to do some some type of sports. Yeah, game. I can do Madden. I'll whoop him in NHL. All right. Anyway, can we get back to the news? (laughs) We sure can. Uh, The investigation into the death of those three Chiefs fans who were found frozen to death in their Uh friend's backyard is continuing. And uh, the brother of Ricky Johnson, one of the dead, is raising more questions. Here's Jonathan Price speaking with Chris Cuomo on News Nation. Uh, I believe David uh, was found in a lawn chair on the back porch rather than all three laying flat, uh, which definitely paints a picture we did not have uh, from the very beginning. And, you know, it, it, it definitely brings up some questions that you would have, uh, you know, especially with somebody that I don't care who you are, where you live. If it's snowing outside, you're looking at how bad it's getting, uh, especially if you have any type of responsibilities of leaving your house in any way, shape or form. Mm. It's weird. So the yeah. dude was found just sitting in a lawn chair outside. Yes. Well, we talked about this. You would think if those guys were able to, they would have just kicked a window in or some found some way to right. get inside. Of course. Or go to their car. Yeah. Right. Their car was there. Get shelter in the any whole thing way. It's very strange. Yeah, it, it, they're not. This guy doesn't live on like a deserted road. Mm-hmm. He lives in a neighborhood. Go to one a neighbor's house. Go ask for help. If you're locked out of one house and it's below freezing and you have your uh, your wits about you, right? Just there are ways to, the, to save yourself. Yeah, 
That's why something's not adding up here. No. That it, you know, I don't know the foul play element of the guy doing it because it'd be very strange to have three people and then have to murder all three of those people and then place two of them in the yard and one in the chair and then like, one in the chair. Like, yeah. do you have to drag those two to the yard? You would think there'd be like very, some type of. Yeah, but why are they treating it like there's an honest explanation for it when that would have already arri- arrived? Well, they waiting on the like They're waiting on the toxicology. Yeah, how long does that take? Yeah. It takes a while. I think. Yeah, oh. maybe they just got bored to death playing Pal World. Oh god, <laughs> not boring at all. It's actually quite fun. If my options were Pal World, world freezing or to death, freezing to death, I'm choosing freezing to death. That's your problem. Right. I have a blast. Next story, very interesting, based on what we spent a good deal of the show yesterday talking about uh, when it comes to jealousy. Ah, yeah. Uh, we go to Florida for this. Okay. One. And now, it's one of those only in Florida type of stories. <laughs> Another edition of Come to Miami. Florida. Florida. Not like the rest of us. The people of Polk County like guns. They have guns. I encourage them to own guns. On WEEI. Oh, they don't close Florida. Brian, if we could pull up 71-year-old Bertha Yalter for those watching on Twitch. She was arrested in North Miami Beach after she was... (laughs) (laughs) Holy hell. Okay, Uh, she's 71. She looks about 171. (laughs) Is she a cast member of The Walking Dead? (laughs) All right. (laughs) Okay. Oh, my God. Um, Okay, that's enough. Yep. Okay. Uh, she, my, uh, North Miami Beach, she was accused of trying to smother her husband with a pillow and kill him because her husband received a postcard from an ex-girlfriend <laughs> that he dated 60 years ago. Told you. Greatest Florida story ever. Yeah. Can we get this woman on the show when we do the road shows at JetBlue Park? I think she actually runs the Airbnb. Ken wants us to stay at. Okay. Yeah. So the guy got a postcard? Yes. From, from somebody he dated 60 years ago. Correct. All right. Was she like reminiscing on you know how she lost her soulmate? Or I, 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 I hope yeah. you're well. You hope know, you're well. <laughs> hope you're alive. Hope you're well. Um, Did it say weather's here? Wish you were beautiful. <laughs> right. Okay. Uh, so, we, uh, uh, we we do have some courtroom audio. Oh, I gotta hear this. So, right? There's that. It says tried to smother him with a pillow, so that would be suffocate and kill him. And then she bit him, battered him. He had serious bruises, lacerations, open bite. Marks, and I think she also um, admitted to urinating on him. Jesus. <laughs> wow! What? I don't really understand uh, the urinating on part. She probably, you know what happened? She That's probably probably yeah. found some nude Polaroids that right. added for back in the day. <laughs> I told you about that bitch. If she sends another postcard, I'm gonna pee on you. She sent a post. Yeah, I'm enraged. Your ex-girlfriend from 100 years ago sent a telegram. I, yeah. I, what? Is the postcard business still alive? I, I think I it might is. be. It might be in Florida. Yeah. Look at me. You don't want all this? I get you this goodness every night. I don't know why you'd be entertaining this bitch from 50 uh, years ago. Uh, that's awful. I bet oh they were God. friends at one point in time. That's yeah. Wiggy's best voice. I love it. That's what she. That's how. I know, it's that's perfect. how I can envision her sound. It's yeah. exactly how I do. Jimmy, you don't want this. Somebody else will. Yeah. Who's this postcard? Is that is that Caroline? All right. So that is that's wild. Yeah. 
Wild. Mm-hmm. That's um, slow when you get peed on. So <laughs> just following up on the, the jealousy like thing. Oh. The jealousy thing of yesterday and everything. Some people. I um, mean, I could never. <laughs> you know this Courtney could never do anything? Uh, yeah, she always says. No. Some, some people like it, yeah, but I could people, never. I, yeah, one of my friends likes that. <laughs> one of my friends at Boston College accidentally got peed on. <laughs> um, so uh, what happened yesterday? So Santo had tuned in. He is in California for work. Okay. And so he was up and listening to uh, that portion of the show. And I got, I received a text and he said. So just to be clear, we were discussing nudes, videos, et cetera, on phones. However, that came up. I don't remember. And uh, I had suggested that perhaps there are men and women who keep those on their phone after a relationship is over. Yes, I believe you stated that you believe Santo has videos. I believe every man and maybe some women keep them. Yes, go ahead. That so, is my own personal belief. The uh, <laughs> His official statement reads, um, ridiculous that I need to defend myself here. I do not have any nudes of any women on my phone. Did he delete them? Uh, well, I don't care. I'm sure he had. he's had nudes mm. sent to him before. Did he ask you, do you have nudes? I do not have I I unsolicited D pics are some of the most unflattering, no, 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 no. No, but disgusting you, things <laughs> that I have received in my in my thirty two years on this earth. <laughs> I, if if I ever kept one of those, uh-huh. uh, I usually open and throw my phone, uh-huh. and um. everyone thinks that they look great. They don't. They but don't. You have a friend that it's likes like an ant eater staring you at the in the an face. It's disgusting. Uh-huh. It all look like Annie. Well, and when you're beauty, in the mirror doing is, it, beauty is in the eye of the beholder. Okay. That is true. I mean, but what if what if you're in the mirror trying to like push it up a little bit? Oh we all my. know what you're doing. <laughs> yeah, no D pick looks good. No, no. I think there no. are a lot of women who like it though. No, 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 none that um, I know. So <laughs> they'd rather you just come over. Do you believe him? Yes, implicitly. Hmm. Okay. Implicitly, okay. I do. All right. So he just, as soon as he met you, he was like, I'm done with anybody I've ever. No, I actually think you're kind of a creep and a loser if you keep photos. That's what I said. It's creepy. That's what I said. Yeah. That is what I, any photo of your ex is Like that is is for, if you get sent something, I believe that is for the moment Mm -hmm. and should be then removed. Until you receive another, well, I am you not. Keep I it, don't send news. You keep it when you're with that person because it's like. Um, do you have a lie detector? <laughs> I don't. Yes. I, <laughs> I would take a lie detector on this. I do what? not send news. You've never sent a nude. Well, not not never. <laughs> okay. And you never got nudes. Right. I have received uh, unsolicited. Yeah. Well, you keep I've never saying asked unsolicited. For, unsolicited. I've never asked for retract a nude. Retract your statement. You're saying now you don't send nudes, but you're married now. But I haven't a... probably in three weeks. No, like. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Uh, 15 years. Really? <laughs> Lie. It's very strange because you said Santo is like, actually, show more of this on that picture. Show I've, more. And he's not somebody when you're having a nice little like risque text message. He's in Cali- He's in California. Hey, Court, you might want to send me a little something, something. Get no. lonely. And, and actually, I've never seen sent a full nude. It's always been tasteful. <laughs> I've always hidden 
the good parts. Okay. See, we need Santo on this one because he, he, he would tell you the same. You mean it's artistic? It's artistic. Yeah, it's right. like a Playboy centerfold. Right. It's like when Leo painted the uh, the photo on Titanic. Yeah, Rose. Rose. <laughs> yeah. My poor father is trying to enjoy his time in Florida, and this I'm is probably ruining his morning. To the show. What's your dad trip? He probably get nudes from your moms. Okay, we know that you think that my mother. No, I'm saying they probably do. That's what a healthy relationship is. My You're, dad doesn't know how to use the camera on his phone. Never mind receive a nude. Santos in Cali. He's been out there for a while. Yeah. Right? So he's probably feeling a little lonely. I'm betting you guys talk at night. Maybe a little texting going on or FaceTiming. And he's probably like, hey, that's just natural. That's the part of being in a healthy relationship that he's sending you. Yeah, no, we have a very healthy relationship. You can, like, I, I, to me, I, I don't do it out of fear of... It going, getting into the wrong hands. Right, right. Like, to me, right. that that is a massive fear. Yeah, but he's yeah. not going to send it to nobody. No, I know, but yeah. people get right. hacked all the time. Well, uh, so he has responded, and you believe, and everything is good. No nudes. Yes. yes. No nudes on phone. No nudes. Okay. Did you ask to inspect the phone? No. No. Oh, okay. Because I don't. Take, I, and I also am never that type that takes the phone, like, in the middle of the night. Yeah. I have friends that do that. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> you got a lot of friends that do a lot of things. I do. And Courtney never does anything. No, I, 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 believe, yeah. I believe your cell phone is your space. Yeah. Like, I, I would never take the phone without permission. And what are you, how do your friends do it? With the facial record? Facial, the, yeah, put it right up put to it their right, face. While the, while the man's asleep? Yes. That is really a grave injustice. Well, and they always find something that uh, they don't <laughs> like. You're never going to open the phone and say, wow, he loves me even more than I thought. Well, Jackson, he was, he was, was uh, his phone was checked out and there was nothing found. I got to give it to Courtney. They All your friends, nothing. though. Oh, that's crazy. <laughs> I feel like I mean, I'm there were pretty... some photos of dead animals, but yes. whatever. Oh. I'm pretty honest about things that I do. I, I Golden showers, not for me. Oh. And uh, <laughs> deep okay. picks, not for me. Thank you. Thank you, for that. <laughs> Thank you for the clarification. Thank you. Thank but you. I don't know a few. I do have a couple friends that. Yes. All right. Um, anyway, that's the news. <laughs> Great job on the news. Thank you. Coming up, we. I good morning to my father. We still, <laughs> still have to get to that douche move ruling request from a listener with regard to somebody who will be playing in the Super Bowl. So we'll get to that coming up. ESPN, Sean McDonough at 9, Devin McCourty at 9.20 today, and right now, Courtney, with what is trending this hour. Now, here's what's trending on WEEI. Trending now brought to you by Leonard Hair Transplant Associates. The Celtics take down the Pacers at the TD Garden, 129-124. to 124. Jason Tatum put up 30 to lead the way, while Jalen Brown had 25 and Derek White had 24. Uh, On to some coaches. Ben Johnson, who is thought to be the top candidate for the commander's position, is going to stay in Detroit. Turning down that uh, opportunity, it seems, to stay um, as a coordinator in Detroit. So those two jobs remain open. Right. Seahawks, commanders. Any chance that Bill becomes a candidate for either one of them? It's been said that he is not of interest for either of those places. Hmm. I heard Schefter say the longer these jobs stay open, the longer you have to question if Bill will interview. Uh, like, it's just... Vrabel, too. I wouldn't be shocked if Bill gets... All of a sudden, we get a report that Bill interv- at least interviewed with the commanders. I don't know that they'll hire him, but uh, I wouldn't be shocked. It, it, Schefter is basically Bill's employee at this point. He's like, hello, somebody interview him. Um, and that Tom Brady business news that I brought up in the last trending, just a quick correction on my point. So Brady is merging TB12 with No Bull, and I said No Bull is a sponsor of Mac Jones. 
Actually, the Boston-based sportswear company Noble recently ended its partnership with Mac Jones mm. during the last season. I so um, why. that was a report by our very own Mike Cadlick. Mm. Okay, he still has the trademark though on the Mac Ten. Right. Mm. Good yes. for him. Where can go you far. find that? I don't even think you can find it anywhere. <laughs> I don't even know if you can find any Mac Ten gear. No, he doesn't. Usually, it. you trademark it to do some gear or something like that. It's the funniest thing. You walk into like a Dick Sporting Goods, and every Mac Jones like jersey on the shelf is fifty percent off. It's still not cheap enough. Nobody's buying them. That's like most of his throws. They were fifty percent off. Hey. <laughs> Well done, Greg. All right. Well, that was brought to you by Dr. Matthew Lepresti at Leonard Hair Transplant Associates, the hair doctor of Wes Welker and Christian Vogue. You can call them at 1-800-GET-HAIR. That's what's trending. Here's Curtis with your weather. Thanks, Courtney. 26 degrees, cloudy skies, afternoon high approaching 40. Uh, (laughs) Right again. What happened during the break? I'm speechless. I am. I might throw up. <laughs> I received a text message from my father, and when listening I, to the show, unfortunately, in Florida, I'm guessing. And I was worried about him hearing things about me. Uh-huh. He decided to text me. I know how to use the camera with three uh, smiley faces with sunglasses on. <laughs> I told you. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> Yeah, Studley Wonder Balls. <laughs> so I now need to go wa- take a shower. And um, you won't be back yeah. ever again. Oh. Do you think he signs off after he sends the picture, like signing off, Mr. Cox? <laughs> <laughs> Love you, baby. To your mom. Wow. Jeez. I told you. That's Listen, what makes you don't it- need to be egged out by it. Like, yeah. it's just, it's, it's, it's natural. Healthy. It's yeah. natural. It's. How lucky am I that I have parents in love? That's it. Right. And you know. You're going to be old someday. Like, I hate to break it to everybody. People who are, you know, always, they they, they got their errant comments on the social medias. I like, you're all going to be old someday. You're all going to have to deal with it. Just because you're old don't mean you stop. And you know what? John and Colleen, very attractive human beings. They're they're healthy. Uh And. um, That don't mean they stop taking photos. Okay. I'm sending just, them to one another. I hope, you say so, well, what worries me, Wiggy, if I'm being completely honest, is my parents fall into the uh, old head situation sometimes where they send a text to me uh, that is supposed to meant for one of each other. <laughs> or they text the group message of me and Santo when it's supposed to just yeah, go to one of them. I see what be, you're saying. Yeah, and there will be, be no coming back yeah. from that. that, could be, that it will be, be like the time that Julia walked yeah. in on Greg in the shower. Yeah, that would be, <laughs> it's difficult to come back from that. But you can. <laughs> yeah. But you can. Hey, I, looked, I, I mean, uh, with, with the passing of my aunt last week, we looked mm. through a lot of old photos. Right. And I got to say, Colleen McMahon at the time and John Cox right. in their heyday. Right. They still in their Lookers. They, still they in were. I couldn't. I was every single photo. I said, yeah. Dad, how handsome are you? And right. he said, you're right. <laughs> so, so you don't think Colleen's like, hey. Well, he didn't say you're right right away because he was too busy sending nudes <laughs> yeah. on his flip yeah. phone. Jeez. Hey, Colleen, don't open up in front of nobody. <laughs> Oh. Huh? All right, He's like, John. oh, retract that. Right. <laughs> I said that. Re- retract that text. <laughs> that went. Uh, that accidentally went to Uncle George. Oh, oh. God. <laughs> Sweating. Oh. Two bangers of a show, though, back to back, I gotta say. See? All that time uh, you were. I would choose at this conversation. <laughs> All the time you were nervous, Courtney. I yeah. told you. Yep. It's part of a healthy relationship. Yep. Oh. Uh, this is Mark <laughs> from Goffstown, New Hampshire. Hello, Mark. 
Come on. Hello. Hey. How's it going? What's hey, up? Wiggy, I got a couple uh, couple pointers for you. Number one, uh-huh. uh, you got to get the shorter skis like that guy said before. Okay. Now, now, when you're in the shop, they're going to tell you, uh, yeah, get it up to your face. You want the tip of the ski to go to the lower part of your chest, right? Right about your heart. Okay. All right. So, and for that bigger ski, but don't let them. All right. And then number two, you're going to go out. You're going to do a couple runs on the kitty hill. Get yourself comfortable. You're going to realize it's a lot easier than you think it was going to be. Mm-hmm. And then you're going to get on the gondola after that. No. You got to do what you got to do on the no. way up. Now, listen, I this Maybe. is a good this is a good point. Came up earlier with I think somebody DM me on Instagram. By the way, follow me on Instagram, Greg Hill W E I. Keep you up to date on everything that's going on here on the show and with the foundation and such. Um, they said that the the lifts are heated and enclosed at Loon Mountain. Okay. So would that change your nope. mind about? I'm not getting no metal. I barely want to get in an airplane. You think I'm I'm not getting in a metal container that is. <laughs> 30 feet. It's only 30 feet in the air. What's yeah, the okay. Deal? And you're going to fall into snow if it goes yeah. down. Like, I mean, it's not, <laughs> that works really well for people. Break, uh-uh. like break a leg. What's a I, my, my goal is, like you said, if I can dominate the kitty course, I'll stay right there. Okay. I don't have to elevate. You know what I mean? I'd I rather. That, I'm concerned because on that side of the mountain, we're on South Peak. Okay, I can walk. Uh, yeah, I just don't know that there's a lot of greens. Like, I think there's, what does mo- that mean? there's mostly, mostly blues and blacks. On what? There's not a lot of simple slopes, a lot of like like. Well, a, I walk like, to the simple slope, simple simple runs. I walk to. I told you, I basic I, ones. I did the googling, and it's the magic carpet slope. So I'll go on that one. Okay, and I prefer to be on right. that type uh, well, slope. Well, we got snow show on Friday, mm-hmm. and that is uh, South Peak Resort, Loon Mountain. If you want to learn more about South Peak Resort, just go to southpeakresort.com. They are. You can live the mountain lifestyle there. They're building incredible new places. Ski in, ski out. Great place to be in the winter. Mm-hmm. And we'll see you there on Friday morning for the snow show. Can, can we get to that douche move ruling, please? And now, another episode of Douche Move. Ha, what a douche. Texter earlier, Wiggy, wanted you to weigh in mm-hmm. with your vast NFL experience on what happened to Justin Tucker. Prior to that game, mm-hmm. because they want to know if Travis Kelsey was acting like a douche. So uh, if you missed it, he's trying to warm up. Kelsey's uh, kind of pissed off where he was. Uh, Mahomes was there too a little yep. bit, but yep. um, what Mahomes was doing it behind Tucker's back. Yeah, that's the douche move. Yeah. Um, there's some audio from Justin Tucker if you want to hear that post game. Find it kind of silly that we're even having to address it or talk about something that happened before the game that I really don't see as a big deal. I've been doing the exact same thing for 12 years. Never really had a problem with anybody. You know, and I, I saw Patrick there trying to warm up and get some drop back. So uh, he asked me while I was on the ground stretching, like if I could move my helmet. So I happily got up and I moved my helmet out of the way. At least I thought it was enough out of the way. Um, and then. Uh, Travis comes over and he just kicks my stuff and he throws my helmet and I just thought it was all just some gamesmanship um, you know all in good fun but they seem to be taken a little bit more seriously I'm totally willing to let it all go but yeah I just wanted to explain that that's just 
you know, what I've done for 12 years, and it's it's not like I'm out there trying to be problematic. I'm just trying to get ready for the football game just like they are. So to me, and I, I sent Brian the video of this, mm-hmm. if he could get it up for those on Twitch. Um, Patrick waiting for Tucker to turn away before he kicks it every so often is worse than Travis while Tucker's watching. Travis tosses everything. Now, both, I think, are a douche move because it, it's it's Tucker's home field. Yeah, yeah Tucker's like being a ball breaker, though. But but it, it's his home field. I, I, Patrick, can, how big is a field? Patrick could go somewhere else to warm up. To me, if this ever happened at Arrowhead... <laughs> they'd lose their mind. They'd lose their mind. Yeah, but you're, you're running routes. It's... Tucker could easily go in the back of the end zone behind the goalpost and do that. He's being a hotto here because it's his home field. They're running routes. They're doing, like, if you look around and you pan, you see other people throwing the football. You see other people working on back DBs, probably working on back pedals and other things on the other side. He's just doing a stretch, like, just go to the back of the end zone and let the, you know, let the football players do what they do, and you, you know. <laughs> he's a football player. Yeah, he, I mean, he's I mean, a he's kicker. A kicker. <laughs> to be fair, he didn't have to kick a field goal the entire game. And so. I mean, you bat, you sh- I could see if he was, like, going through his kicks and they got in the middle of that, go to the behind the end zone, and, you know, where we've seen um, J.J. McCarthy do his meditation, go over there. Now okay, he, but he told you that he's done the same thing every single, he has the same routine he's being a every single Every single game, and nobody's ever been a douche like the two of them were douches. Well, because he was being a hardo. You see, you see that they were trying Wait, to. How's he being a hardo? He's because they're his... trying to warm up. They're trying to run their routes. That Patrick's trying to take his drop. He's sitting there on one knee, doing uh, like really stretching, or is he just being there trying to be a ball breaker? Don't don't football players all have pregame rituals? Don't don't so many players do the same thing, especially at their home yeah. stadium? Mm-hmm. So what if that's what he does every time at that exact spot? I think that if it's your home field, you have the advantage there. Yeah, but like, Wiggy, and, when you warm up for a game, isn't it normally split in half? Like, Ravens are on one side of the field, Chiefs are on the other side of the field. That's when both of the teams come out, but like in the pregame portion of it, like well before that, you could just go on the field. And if you're a quarterback or a kicker, you want to kick both ways. You want to get the direction of the wind. You want to find certain areas of the field and kind of see how the footing is. So that's like well before that, Sean. And in that point, kickers go out, they do their thing, and then he could have easily stretched behind the goalpost. That's all he was doing. It wasn't like he was – out there doing his kicking routine stuff where he's kicking the ball. Just go to the back and let these guys do what they got to do. Don't be the douche because it's your home field and you feel like, oh, I've been doing this for 12 years. I don't I don't buy that. What, you stretch on one knee? Hey, yeah, Greg, everybody does that. Greg, there's a brand-new column out, and Bill Belichick has a unique supporter in a Chris Gasper column posted an hour ago. Tom Brady Sr. Mm-hmm. says, I don't think it's fair – what I've seen everybody saying that it was all Tom. Oh. Bill is the best coach in football, bar none. Uh-oh. Really? The last three or four years of his tenure have been in the dumper, and then he goes on to crap all over him. But uh, he said that Bill runs a military system. It's a different generation, but Bill's a great, great coach, even though his interpersonal skills are, quote, horrible. That's the bottom line. <laughs> uh, he said that Robert Kraft apologized before the season opener where Brady came back saying that he made a mistake in not retaining Tom Brady. 
Mm. Robert Kraft said he made the mistake. Uh, Kraft told the Brady. I thought it was the great intelligent man who had told him Mm. that Tom Brady couldn't play anymore. Uh, So this is from the Gasper column. Despite all the verbal bouquets that uh, Kraft threw at the feet of Belichick upon his departure, uh, he would like a do-over with the tacit decision he made between Brady and Belichick. It seemed like a reasonable bet that the coach possessed more career runway than the quarterback, but it backfired colossally. Crafts told the Bradys as much when they returned in Foxborough for the season opener on September 10th. Quote, he just said I made a mistake. He told us in September, relayed Brady Sr. We don't all make the right decisions, but he made a hell of a good one. He's made a lot of good ones over the years, but I know that it galls him that Tommy went elsewhere and won. Hmm. Just sign him. Give the guy his money. Like, it's, see, so Kraft doesn't have the power to overrule Bill? Like, or even if he goes, I want Tom, Bill doesn't want him, can't just overrule him and say, all right, we're going to sign him. And I think if Bill's getting paid $25 million or whatever it was, Bill would have been like, all right, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. I'm shocked that you think that Kelsey and Mahomes were not acting like douches. They weren't. The kicker was. I'm, I'm pretty sure the kicker and Mahomes talked about it before as well, and, and he moved over a little bit to let go. Go stretch in the back. You're on one knee stretching. Go do that. Audit to fail the play. I could see if he was actually kicking the football and mm. they came into a space. They're actually doing football-related things. He's on one knee stretching with a, lot, a row of football. Go do that in the back of the end zone by the, the goal post. Is that the great Matt Light who has called this program on the Harbor One Hotline? Yes, it is. Hello, Matt. Good morning. Please tell me you agree with me and not Wiggy that those two bothering that poor kicker. <laughs> While while the man is trying to warm up is a douche move. Listen, I'm gonna I'm gonna side with you 99.9 percent of every time, and not not against Wiggs. I mean, w- Wiggy, I love you, but in this case, Hill Dog, do you know how hard it is to defend kickers or to even <laughs> stick up for them? I mean, you know, you listen, we go out there, we carry our lunch pail, we have pads on, we, you know, we're we're tired from the day before. They're out there. You know, playing grab ass, you know, rolling dice, you know, messing around with each other. I mean, okay. it's just okay. Okay. it's impossible the, to love them. Okay, put those thoughts aside. The man's trying to warm up for a very important football game. Where, where's he supposed to do it? You want him out on the highway? I mean, I, there's enough, yeah, field well, to, enough field to go around for everybody. Yeah, you know, there used to be a time, and, and, it, and it kind of fluctuated, I guess, in my career even, where, you know, one team had half the field and the other team had the other half, mm-hmm. right? And, and we really didn't mix, you know, pregame. And uh, it, but the kickers do kind of nullify that you stay on your side, I stay on my side, just due to the nature of what they do in a lot of ways. But I will tell you this, I don't know – what exactly happened there? Maybe we missed something in the past, and, and, and it is really hard for me to defend any of the Kansas City players, especially those two. Those two I'm not a big fan of. But one of the funniest things I ever saw is that we had a guy get hit in the head. Actually, it was our punter during pregame, and it, it almost knocked him out. And we thought that we were going to go into the game without our punter because of that situation. So you're out there warming up, balls are being kicked everywhere, and there's supposed to be guys 
you know, shagging these balls out of the air and keeping them from hitting people. And our guy literally gets knocked out right before the game. It was unbelievable. <laughs> really? Was he all right? At oh, some yeah. Point? Was he okay? Who was it? Walter, Matt, he, or, or Josh? Uh, Josh, uh, who was the other kicker? Josh? No, it was Josh. I, I think it was Josh. I was trying to remember which one of our punters it was. I think it was Josh. And and it was crazy because I remember I didn't see it. I, I know people just saw it, and they said the sound was incredible. They said it sounded crazy. <laughs> and uh, and but I remember going into the training room in, in the stadium, and he's sitting there, and I'm thinking like, what? And what could possibly be wrong with this cat? Right? Again, he's a he's a he's a kicker. I mean, how hard is it? <laughs> Treat the football field like the big table for the adults at Thanksgiving, and then when we come out, the kicker. If you're gonna stretch. Go behind the goalpost. When, when you have a when you have a guest over, uh-huh. you're supposed to allow your guest to be treated like no. they are. Yes, you, no, you, no, no, no. He could stretch behind the goalpost. Oh my god! We're out here. We're about to do battle for sixty minutes. He's gonna have a few kicks, which are very important. Mm-hmm. You need a stretch. Go behind the goalpost. Yeah. Since we have Matt on, Matt, I just wanted to well, get. Hold on. Let me. Ask, I don't know. Are you doing anything, or can you hang on for a minute? I don't know what your day's like. I would like to get no, your thoughts. No, listen, on I'm here, man. Uh, it's, hang on for a minute, because I'm glad you called. Uh, and Courtney has a question, obviously, mm-hmm. and uh, I want to get your thoughts on the game. So if you don't mind, hang on for a minute. I just got to take a quick break. All right, Captain. Okay, <laughs> that is Matt Light calling this program. We'll be right back. WEI's coverage of the football postseason is brought to you by Y Snacks. No one does crunchy, salty, or cheesy better than Y Snacks. And when we were interrupted, we were chatting with incredible friend of old show, listener of new show, former New England Patriot Matt Light. Matt, I apologize. Uh, glad we took care of some business. It's interesting if, that you're apologizing and saying good friend. Matt, uh, there was a 774 texter during the break that asked, if Tom Brady called in, do you think Greg would have gone to commercial? <laughs> Not to stir the pot. But... <laughs> it's a damn good point. You know what? I didn't even think about that. This is such a, a disrespectful way to treat a guest, Greg. <laughs> Yeah. Are you in Dynasty, the uh, soon to drop Apple TV epic? No, you know what? I think I was approached several times and listen, I mean, look, you know, look, the reason I'm coming out of the woodwork in the woods and and I'm I'm not being all manly in the outdoors to talk to you right now is cuz I'm I'm trying to peddle something for my foundation. So the oh. only time I ever come out of the woodwork, oh. right, Greg? All right. Is is for like promoting the foundation. And, and but I do love you and I love your entire crew. So yeah. of course I want to talk to you anyway, no, I, but I didn't have anything to do with the dynasty. So <laughs> I'm actually interested in seeing what is going to happen with this. Like what I, I know they're teasing all kinds. Of, I didn't know anything about it, but I know they're teasing some crazy stuff on it. And it looks like it may be fairly, uh, maybe a little bit of a tell all. Well, I think that's what they're trying to set it up as. Mm-hmm. So um, I, you know, I Curtis alluded to, some of the comments that Tom Brady Sr. has made with regard to Robert Kraft being upset about Tom Brady departing. And uh, I'm assuming that we will, I'm hoping that we'll get some insight into the, that. I left out the best sentence, of course, because I'm an idiot. Uh, Tom Brady Sr. completed the quote by saying, it didn't irk Kraft that Tom won, but that Tom won elsewhere after Bill said to Kraft that Tom Brady was done. Yeah, I mean, listen. Look, if if we if we just take away all the stuff that's been said, I think there's two things that 
all of our listeners and everyone in the world should know at this point. Number one, the media is the media, right? I don't care what, you know, the person is, is saying it. I don't care who's producing, you know, whether it's iTunes or anyone else, right? The media is media. Number two, if, if Tom Brady isn't in New England, and I've said this from day one, it, it is only because of one person. And it's not Belichick, right? And it shouldn't really even be Tom Brady. It's the owner, right? And, and look, by the way, maybe that's met with, you know, maybe Mr. Kraft isn't going to be happy to hear me say that, but I don't, I've never seen a company work anywhere else. There's one person at the top. They make the final call in all these decisions, and that's the end of the story, right? Am I wrong? No. no. 100% no, right. You're right. But Wiggy calls okay, him. Okay, so, uh, so where's, where, where's the discussion, right? Like, what are we going to learn? Like, we're going we're gonna to learn the spin or some angle or, you know, we're going to extrapolate some conversation from somebody that's close to the Brady camp because you're never going to hear him talk about it. You know, maybe his dad will say something, but at the end of the day, there's one reason why he's not here. There's one reason why the guy who spent two decades doing, you know, this little thing they call football at the highest level, nobody's ever done what he's done before, and somehow he walked away, that's, that's ridiculous. Matt, I know that you're calling about your foundation, which is great. I was uh, when I first saw your name pop up, I was wondering if you were calling to give your comments on Edelman and Gronk putting you on the top five most attractive list when it comes to oh, uh, I, Patriots. I didn't, see, I didn't see that he was one of the top five most attractive Patriots ever. Yeah, they put you on it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> was Wiggy on there? You Wiggy didn't make the cut. Wiggy wasn't on there? Yeah, I think it was only one brother, and that was McCourty. Oh, yeah, McCourty okay. was on it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, I, I, Courtney, I have so much dirt on these guys that I can get them to do about anything. <laughs> hey, Matt, I would just love your thoughts. We've had Wiggy weigh in, but as a guy that was there for the first part of the dynasty, winning three out of four, and how long it took you guys to be viewed as a great team, what is your reaction to the, the rush to say Mahomes is Brady, the Chiefs of the Patriots? How does that hit you? Yeah, I mean, well, I think there's there's good reason, right? I mean, look, look at what Andy Reid's done, right? I mean, you know, there, there was a time, you know, when he when he kind of first got down to Kansas City and, you know, it, it, it was going okay, but he wasn't able to win the big ones. And I was like, man, this guy's probably never going to – is he ever going to do it? Like, is, like, he's probably not, right? And now to see, you know, you look at his career, and, and it's, it's, it's incredible, man. And what he's done in KC, I, I, yeah, I can definitely see where people could look at that and say, you know, this is, you know, this is kind of like the, the New England 2.0, the, the, the current version, right? I mean, Mahomes is a great player. There's no doubt about it. They've got talent that's seemingly endless, right? You know, guys go down, guys are hurt. You know, Kelsey's banged up a little bit at one point in the season. And, and yeah, they had a bit of a more up and down this year. But, my goodness, when they need it, they dial it up, and they are gamers. Man, I, you can't take that away from them. But, but I'll tell you, I have a real problem with this team. What? Well, I'm just saying, I, I like, personally, like, I'm, I'm, I'm praising them, but ultimately – I'm not a big fan of of what we've seen lately out of out of guys like Patrick Mahomes, right? You know the the you know he, he's a warrior. He should be a warrior, and he's acting like a little baby at times during the season. And it's just so difficult to watch this, right? It's like, come on, man, man up, get a sack, deal with it. <laughs> what is it? What does it take for him to even be? It drives me nuts. 
that there are some that put him in the same conversation as Tom Brady, goat wise. Like what 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 does he have to do to get there in your mind? Well, just keep doing what he's doing, right? I mean, look, I think the goat came with time, right? The, the longevity of, of of Brady's career, and, and not just that he played for a long time, but the guy was winning the entire time he played, right, and made such an impact on on his team, you know, the, the way he motivated the guys around him. I mean, all the things that great leaders do, he led at, at the highest level throughout his entire tenure in the NFL, right? So, Look, time's the only thing that can do that for him. And, and, and again, like, he's on that trajectory. I don't think you can really argue that. But, again, like, my goodness, man, just, just stop whining. Stop with the face. Stop throwing your hands up. You know, just, just be a man and go out there. And, by the way, there's a lot of people watching you. Like, if we want to stop these young people from feeling entitled and, you know, so soft. There's so many soft kitties being raised in the in the world today. Like, just please lead by example, Patrick. My goodness, preach. There's a lot of soft um, kitties out there. All right, what do you um, what do you want to plug foundation wise? Because I'm glad you called. Well, listen, I always appreciate it, and uh, and to the world, we're doing this fool's night out thing again. And uh, if you haven't been, it's it's an awesome night, man. We laugh, we laugh like crazy. Of course, Lenny Clark, our dear friend, and and his brother Mike are so instrumental. But Tony V, Tom Cotter, Corey Rodriguez. If you haven't seen so many of these great comics that make up, you know, what we have here in New England, join us in memoir. We'll be there on March 21st. It's a big fundraiser for the foundation. It does great things for the work we do with kids. And uh, and and like I said, man, we laugh like crazy. And I'll be unveiling a few of my own personal pranks and ways that I like to mess with people in the world. So, um, you know, all around good night. All right. How do you get tickets, Matt? MattLight72.com, my friend. Right. And right. uh, we will see you at the memoir. Right. Uh, yeah, it's a casino, too. Yeah. You gamble a little. You laugh. You have a great night. All right. It's great to hear from you, pal. Yeah, buddy, go 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 uh, go out there and do whatever you got to do to uh, like little rain dance or something to to make sure Kansas City doesn't win. It'll be the end of the world, Greg. I'm telling you, it, it's it's a it's a win for Pfizer. If Kansas City wins, it's a win for Pfizer, and that means more people die in the world. <laughs> See, there you go, Curtis. All right, thank you. What are you blaming uh, me for? Well, no, no. I was what a stray. Uh, no, that, no, that was your lead this morning. Yeah. Oh, uh, those people who were oh, right. Yeah. I thought you were blaming yeah. me for the, no, for him. No, I, that is. No. I'm sorry that that quote. I we can have him talk about the foundation. That quote on Mahomes is going to go around the world. Oh yeah, it's great. It's, it's perfect timing. An old patriot ripping the team that's trying to get to them. God bless Matt Light. All right, ESPN. Sean McDonough will join us on this show next. Presented by Catches Law Group, New England's injury pros. Set up a free consultation when you visit CatchesLaw.com. And ESPN Sean McDonough joins us this morning on the Harbor One Hotline. Hey, Sean. Good morning. How are you? Great. How are you? I saw that you were there for that Ravens-Chiefs game on, on Sunday. There on the sidelines. I saw you with Devin McCourty, of all people. Yeah, we had our own little version of the uh, Power Hour. I guess it's the Power Hour and a half now with Matt Light, right? Uh, yeah, yes, joining, it's yes. exciting. I, I'm no longer the warm-up act for Devin McCourty. That's what I told him when I saw him on the field before the game. 
uh, I was there. Yep. And by the way, I'm I'm on Justin Tucker's side. I heard you guys debating that. Mm. It's uh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought it was kind of silly, really, what happened. And um, well, it's petty you know, on like I'm it's petty on their part. I've known Justin for a long time. I go mm. to many Ravens games, and uh, including that one, and have spent time. As a matter of fact, I talked to Justin for a little bit Saturday night at the team hotel in the dining room. Um, he's a great guy. He's not a you know he's not somebody who's just over there trying to cause a problem be a nuisance and create something like that and you know he's just doing what he always does and uh apparently Mahomes in particular and Kelsey didn't like it so anyway what can you do I'm on the side of former professional offensive lineman Matt Light kicker get your ass to the sideline man (laughs) (laughs) Sean uh A different Justin uh, in Justin Turner. There's reports out now about his future, and obviously it's not going to be with the Red Sox. But we went back to November where he turned down his player option, and now the report's coming out that his representatives uh, were trying to contact the Red Sox, and the Red Sox weren't getting back to them. Where do you fall on this entire thing? If he turned down the player option back in November, then what did the Red Sox really have to respond to his representatives about? Yeah, I don't know, uh, to be honest. Um, yeah, I, I think it's too bad that he's not coming back because I thought, you know, he had a really good year, was an important part of the team. You know, he was a good guy, kind of a leadership type of guy. So I think there were a lot of positives. You know, he's getting late in his career, but he didn't look like a guy who was at the end last season. So, you know, I don't know all the inner workings of his contract negotiations and how and why it happened, but I, I do think it's a loss if, uh, if he's not going to be here because he was a good player last year. Sean, I think, you know, when we get into the world of like, all right, before the season starts, the biggest thing all fans have, and, you know, we'll ask some somebody like you with your expertise, what's the expectations for the Red Sox? I, like, if for fans, what can fans expect? What do you think the majority of fans, their expectations are for this ball club uh, going into this season? Yeah, um, I would say about the same, right? I mean, we talked about it last week, and yeah, I just don't know that they've improved, or if they have, it doesn't seem to be significantly, you know, particularly in the area of starting pitching, which is where they had a big need. So, you know, it's it's hard to imagine that they're going to be much better. You know, I think a couple of these guys they brought over um, might be an upgrade over what they've had, you know, Grissom and O'Neill. um, Potentially. So, um, you know, I, I think they might be incrementally better, but I, I just don't know, looking at what they have done or haven't done, where you would say, wow, you know, here's an area where they're significantly improved, because to me, it just hasn't happened. But sometimes they surprise, right? And and, and not just them, but other teams, you know, you think, uh, I don't think anybody would have seen the Bruins doing what they did last year. I think people thought they'd have a good team. I don't think that people thought they'd set the league record for uh, wins and points. And, you know, they're doing it again. God bless them. You know, I, I thought they would drop off uh, pretty significantly with what they lost. You know, I kind of thought the Bruins would be a team that would, you know, maybe be in a fight for one of the last playoff spots. And, you know, here they are atop the league in points again. So, Sometimes teams surprise us, but and I hope the Red Sox do. But to answer your question in a very long-winded way, we got, I don't think expectations are particularly high among the fan base, at least the people I talk to. 
you were uh, at times last season when doing games vocal about uh, some of the dysfunction, maybe w- with regard to Alex Cora or to Heim Bloom or to or to finger pointing. Uh, Alex Cora heading into his yeah, and you got me in trouble with Alex Cora. <laughs> you <laughs> well, and your me, I mean, cohorts. I, I, there, you're, you're the they, me a problem. <laughs> the words the words came out of your mouth, I, not mine. It, I mean, well, I, they might have, but you didn't have to uh, fan the flames, as it were. <laughs> um, I mean, I saw you walking around the seaport one day. And you thanked me for giving you guys a topic in the dead of summer where there was nothing to talk about. So you, you turned my harmless little comment into four hours of debate about Alex Cora. Uh, is... and, so, and I didn't even know that you had done that. And then, you know, I saw you and you told me that. So I had a game a couple of days later. So I said, I have to go down to the clubhouse now before the game and hang around because you know, my dad used to say, hey, you know, if you're going to say stuff about people, you better show up, right? You better give them an opportunity to talk to you about it. So I intentionally went to the, the clubhouse and hung around for a little bit. And Alex Cora came walking by and he looked at me and he said, could I talk to you for a second? And I, all right. Thank you, Greg Hill. Here we go. So, uh, he, I went, got summoned into the principal's office and, uh, we, we actually, it's nice to know he listens to your show. <laughs> yes, it is, is really good. Yeah, it's good to know. But yeah. he's, He's, He's heading driving into... his daughter to the airport and heard you uh, fanning the flames as it were. I so love anyway. Alex Cora. I'm glad he's a listener, and I support him. He's a good guy. I uh, like is... Alex a lot, too. He's heading – Although he blames me. You know, we, we've talked about this before. You know, fans of teams connect the announcer to something that they called for their team good or bad. Like the Michigan people don't like me because of that punt play that they messed up at the end of the game against Michigan State, which is one of the greatest endings in the history of college football the Michigan State guy ran the the ball in the end zone on the last play of the game, and I had my one of my infamous voice cracks, which I think I've hit puberty since then now. Um, but the – yeah, and Alex, when he became the manager of the Red Sox, we were talking one day, he said, uh, you called the game when LSU hit the home run against my, my Miami team to win the College World Series, which I did. A guy named Warren Morris hit a home, walk-off home run in the bottom of the ninth in Omaha win the College World Series, and as he was running around the bases, Alex was the shortstop for the University of Miami, who was face down in the dirt uh, as Alex, as uh, Warren Morris went running by. Was it with him heading into I'm the... I'm filibustering a lot today. I know. I, it's my great goal pivot. now is great not pivot. answer questions. <laughs> I try to come on here for 10 minutes and no, just... I, listen, it's not going to be I bad. I babble the... about nothing and run the clock out. I think I'm doing it very effectively. No, no the answer is not going to be bad. I know. I, the He's heading into the final year of his deal. Mm-hmm. Um, is, is your guess that things are better when it comes to working with Craig Breslow or to, to you know, where he feels heading into this... Because you know they're spending less, uh, he certainly wants them to do better. He's 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 talked a lot about the need for pitching, and they haven't improved there. It, how do you what what do you think the mood is of Alex Cora heading into this season? Uh, probably frustrated, right? I mean, to your point, he wants to win. He knows they need better starting pitching. You know, but at a certain point, right, it, it's going to be on him too. I mean, I, I think we can all look at the roster and say, you know, they're not as good as the other teams that are winning, the other teams in their division. Um, but as we all know, you know, in sports, if you fit, keep finishing last, uh, eventually the coach or manager is going to walk the plank too. So yeah. you know, I, I do think it's, 
it's hard for him because I think if they keep losing, you know, eventually it's pr- probably going to happen to him too, whether it's fair or not, just the way it goes. Sean, why, why the shift in like financial, uh, the way they kind of do the things financially, the Red Sox, where they want to basically told us that, you know, what we're going to have less of a payroll. What, what do you think the reason is for their whole mindset when with them doing this? Uh, they want to spend less money. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I mean, uh, I, I think, um, you know, to me, you know, it's it's always been uh, you, you money to make money, right? I mean, if you win more, when they were winning more, you know, they were filling the park every night. I mean, how many sellouts do they have in a row? Hundreds and hundreds. And now, you know, you go there and most nights there are a lot of empty seats. So, you know, to me, you have 5,000 empty seats times whatever the ticket price is and the concessions and parking, uh, you know, at, at some point that if you're winning and the payroll helps you win, the additional money spent on players, then it kind of pays for itself with more people in the park and, uh, more people eating concessions and more people watching Nesson. So I don't know, you know, I, I don't know what it is. Um, you know, it's obviously a conscious decision to lower the payroll. And, uh, but I, I do think it's kind of gone hand in hand with the one loss record. You know, they might say it doesn't, but you know, it does in my opinion. Yeah. Sean, uh, you were with uh, Devin on the sidelines of the AFC Championship game, and Adam yeah, Schefter I saw him before the game. Adam Schefter keeps talking about this inane rumor that Andy Reid could leave the Chiefs and retire, and Bill Belichick could get there. Did you hear anybody in any place around the building on Sunday that intimated anything to you that Andy Reid was considering winding this down if he wins it all on uh, a week, two weeks? Uh, there was some uh, talk about it, not a lot. Um, you know, I don't think it, it certainly didn't come across as imminent. Um, but, you know, where there's smoke, there's fire, too. I mean, and I trust Adam Schefter. You know, it's, you know it wouldn't surprise me if, if Andy is considering it. I mean, he's definitely toward the end of his career. And you know, I kind of believe in, you know, go out on top. So if yeah. he were to win and he was pondering it, I don't, you know, I wonder if it might compel him to uh, be more likely to retire and go out with the Super Bowl championship. But whether Bill winds up there or not, wow, that would be – That'd be a lot. (laughs) I don't, I I would guess that that would not happen, but, uh, Shefty's plugged in. That's for sure. So, all right, Sean, thank you as always. And we will, Uh, we will check in with you again next week. You got it. Have a great day. All right. There he is. Sean McDonough from ESPN. I mean, do you think Bill wishes that he went out with a win? As opposed to the last four years here, maybe Andy Reid would, maybe he would want to go out with a win. Uh, yeah, but I, I don't think Bill like saw what was coming the way it ended. Well, no, nobody ever sees. Well, this. Andy Reid can see that, you know, it's pretty good. Like Patrick Mahomes is only yeah. 28 years old. Yes, he's only 28 years old. Also, the way he plays the position, he's more likely to be injured. I'll stop than- that. I mean, anybody who okay, steps on a that. football field could get hurt. I understand that. Right. And Mahomes doesn't play. He he plays a position like, you know, a good portion of quarterbacks play it nowadays. But Joe Burrow is less is less athletic than Mahomes, and he gets hurt more. So, And Josh Allen is more of an athlete and doesn't get hurt as much as Mahomes. So if you're Andy Reid, you're sitting there and looking at it and go, all right, Mahomes is going to play for another 
five years at least. Mm-hmm. I could easily do this for another five years and go out on top. Mm-hmm. Or am I really invested in, like, do I need to keep doing this? Like, I mean, where I, I think I, Bill was ch- is chasing the Shula record. I will say that the way Mahomes extricated himself when he had both of his legs being held and the way he's able to twist and move like that, uh, that's that's yoga-like. That's shime at yoga-like, Ooh. I will tell you. The guy. I'm not very flexible. I'm beyond. He you. works on that stuff, though. Like, they had a video of him kind of, like, you know, working on But it's just, you know, some guys get lucky and they don't things have. Um, they get lucky and they don't get hurt. Some guys are unlucky and they do. But just based on the way they protect the quarterback, if you're Andy Reid, for the next five years, you don't think that they're going to be. He's been in every AFC championship game yeah. since he started as so the quarterback. Not going anywhere. Right. All right. I have um, a question for you, Greg. Speaking of Trainer Dan, what if we bring Trainer Dan to our beautiful home in Cape Coral and we oh. he has plenty of room to sleep and then yes. every day we do yoga together? Yes. I love it. We'll see. I and mean, you make sure that we don't have any cheat meals. That <laughs> right. would be good. Yes. Or is yes. he cooking for us? Well, yes. no. I'm sure yes. you would tell us, you know, yes. nutrition wise. Edamame all day. Uh, yes. We'll have him do some meal prep for yep. us for the week. Yeah. Uh, all right. Let's get to Courtney and what is trending. Your home of the socks. Now, here's what's trending on WEEI. Trending now brought to you by Shaw's. Some breaking Patriots news. They are hiring Rams assistant special teams coach Jeremy Springer as their new special teams coach huh? under Gerard Mayo. So A great good. sign going outside the family. Well done. Okay. One for one. Good. Like it. And bringing in, I just saw, bringing in another 12 potential OC candidates uh, over the next five weeks. See if anybody will take that job. Mm. The Celtics take down the Pacers at the TD Garden last night, 129-124. to 124. Jason Tatum put up 30 to lead the way, while Jalen Brown had 25 and Derek White had 24. Today through Thursday at Shaw's and Star Market, pick up value-packed Purdue roasting chicken or signature farms chicken drumsticks, bone-in thighs, or leg quarters for just 99 cents a pound. That's limited to two per customer. That's right, just 99 cents a pound. Shaw's and Star Market, perfecting the art of fresh. That's what's trending. Here is Curtis with your weather. And Greg, really rude, Sonic Blue in the Twitch chat. Says that you're a gr- you're a yoga farter. Mm. I, I have never been to a yoga class once in my life. I mm. probably would accidentally release gas or what have. But really? I have never. I'm. If we do this group class for the show, it'll be my first yoga class ever. I'm not a big. I, I'm not a big believer in the uh, in the in the namaste. Well, 28 degrees in Boston, and I appreciate stick tap for the honesty that you hadn't been to one before. And if you did, you would fart. <laughs> Tomorrow on this show, Mike Milbury on the Boston Bruins. I'm I'm waiting for Devin McCourty, and I, you know, we thought last week was the last week with Devin. And then I think Devin wants to continue on the show, but I don't know if he got the full message on today or not. Mm-hmm. I this is another instance, Curtis. I'm no disrespect to him of me cleaning up after the the brand manager. I mean, I, I don't know how I'm uh, to be expected to do everything around oh. here. I, I would say a little bit of tension brewing between. Yeah, no people. tension. I just, I mean, listen, I'm. I got a helping hand wherever it's needed. Right. I just don't know if Ken is if he's got his eyes on the prize. 
Yeah. Eyes on the ball at all times. He is, he is so quickly just transitioned into the most annoying, boring <laughs> middle manager in radio. I think he does a great job. I do, too. It's kind of like a Bill and Love Jonathan him, relationship yep. between you oh, and Ken. Uh, listen, he's done a, an extraordinary job with the snow show, which is mm-hmm. happening on Friday. And he's done a great My job. My guy. Getting everything ready for bunch of road shows in Fort Myers at JetBlue Park. So the man is extraordinary, and I just, I kid. Uh, oh, and here is Devin McCourty, brought to you by the top defense. If you've been injured, Catches Law Group. At Catches, you pay nothing unless they win. They are the official law firm of the New England Patriots. Devin joins us on the Harbor One Hotline. Hey. What's happening? We got a couple bonus weeks here. I'm very yeah. excited. Yeah, I know, and I, I took my alarm out of my phone last week after you said bye, so I'm a little late, but, I, I mean, I'm, I'm all for this. Uh, we are all for it as well. Um, uh, just uh, actually, Sean McDonough just brought up that you guys were together uh, sideline-wise at that Ravens-Chiefs uh, game, pregame. Uh, I, yeah, I'm going to start with what drives me nuts, and it's been the topic this week in, in many places. Uh, it, it, please tell me that it is way too early to uh, to bring Patrick Mahomes up in the same conversation as Tom Brady. I think it's too early to say he's there, but I think it's safe to say he's the only one now chasing what Brady was able to accomplish. Like I was talking to my friends, and you know, people were talking about like Mahomes is there already. And like, like, let's slow down. Like, Brady has 35 playoff wins. Mahomes, where he's at compared to where Brady was at in his career, he's ahead. Like, that's great. But playing 23 years in the NFL isn't promised. Like, we can't just think Patrick Mahomes is going to go play 20 years and be able to break all of these records. Like, you don't know that. You don't know what the future holds. But I think he has now put himself – he close to putting himself in a, a category that's above the rest of the guys, the rest of the great quarterbacks, and now only trails Tom. Like, I think that's coming sooner than later. As great as Joe Montana was, like, Patrick Mahomes is two playoff wins away from being tied with Joe Montana. Like, that, like that's ridiculous um, to think at this point in his career. So uh, I do think he's putting himself on a, a whole nother stage. Um, where I think he's kind of in a conversation where it's, you know, him, Montana, and Brady, um, and then everybody else. So um, he's definitely chasing it, but I wouldn't put him there yet. Dev, does it help Patrick Mahomes because of the era in football that he is in where he might not have to play 20 years, where he could potentially play for another 10 years and be consistently right in the mix because of the way the league is as far as the protection of the quarterback, how much they throw the football. Statistically, he'll get all those numbers and might not have a 10-year drought like Brady had where he will be able to, you know, get him close to the number that Brady has to have the conversation that people might want to have. Yeah, I mean, there's definitely a chance of that. I throw stats out of the window, I think, because of what you just said. I think as the game continues to evolve, especially quarterback numbers are going to be so far greater than all the guys that played before them. It's going to be guys that don't even have anywhere close uh, to the impact that other quarterbacks have had on the game who's going to have way better numbers when you talk about yards, touchdowns, like all of those things. But I do think it's – like, it's hard to predict that Mahomes won't have 
one of these guys that steps up or has one of these teams that come out and beat them. Like, I mean, let's say San Fran wins this Super Bowl, then that's another drought where you don't, you know, you don't win a Super Bowl. That's another year you don't win. So it's so hard to predict how that kind of works out. But I think, yeah, of course there's a world where, you know, if Kansas City can continue to keep some of those guys in there, because I think that's the difference with Brady. I think Brady went to the Super Bowl, you know, won back-to-back, went all of those times, you know, with that one group of guys, you know, the Vrabels, the Brewskis, the Rodney Harrisons, the William McGinnises, uh, the David Pattons, Deion Branch, Jermaine Wiggins, like all of those guys. And then you don't win a Super Bowl for 10 years, and what happens is, you're still playing as a quarterback, but all of your other core guys retire, and then you build up this next group of guys, and you win a Super Bowl or multiple Super Bowls with them. Like, to me, that was what has been great about watching Brady, where I think Mahomes hasn't gone through that yet. He hasn't gone through not playing with Travis Kelsey or um, losing different guys like Chris Jones. Like, he has to then do that, I think, to get into that Brady category. All right, those who want to knock Brock Purdy, call call him a game manager, a glorified game manager. Is is that right or wrong? Yeah, I mean, again, you'll hear people. I think football people who are deep in the weeds, football man, a game manager is a guy that knows exactly where, what to do with the ball, when to do with the ball at the right time. Like, call out a game manager, but if you do it in the fourth quarter, you're clutch. So if I'm Brock Purdy, I don't go crazy about that. Like what he did last week against Detroit, he no longer out of nowhere. He's no longer a game manager. He's a clutch guy who now separated himself from the Tua, the Dak Prescotts, the you know all these different guys. But they're going to continue to bring up his measurables and all of those other things. But the honest truth is, every quarterback's great when we look at what they do in a regular season. If they can run and throw deep and but then when we get in the playoffs, we're like, well, none of that matters. Who makes the plays when it counts? And then Brock Purdy does that, and it's like, oh, well, now he's a little better than what he was. So, to me, the guy has played really good football. He's done what he's supposed to do. He's taken a team that other people have taken the team, Jimmy Garoppolo, Trey Lance, all these guys have had opportunities. If Brock Purdy goes and wins the Super Bowl, then he can't be the same as them. There has to be something different. Um, so it's been fun to watch, and I think anytime you see these stories, with, you know, guys who are, you know, the Patrick Mahomes of the world going against the Brock Purdy's of the world. It creates a, uh, an awesome story, and, you know, there's going to be one side of the, the world who's going to root for the underdog and the other side that wants to see greatness continue to prevail. So it leads up for, you know, a great Super Bowl to watch. Devin, it was announced that Gerard got himself a special teams coach uh, in Jeremy Springer. And uh, so they've got the D.C. figured out. They've got special teams figured out. But the O.C. position, they're still interviewing a bunch of people. Is there a possibility that we could see ourselves in April going into the draft where Gerard Mayo doesn't have an offensive coordinator? And how detrimental would that be? Yeah, I don't think so. I, I think I think all of these things are going to come to a head pretty soon, like, he doesn't have an OC. There's two teams that don't even have a head coach yet. So I think this kind of process is still playing itself out. Like, I was one of those guys that thought Ben Johnson was definitely taking one of these jobs. And I thought there was an outside chance that Bobby Slowick would be another guy that got a job. And you saw both of these guys go back to their teams and decide to stay. So I think there's still things being worked out. I would imagine in the next couple of weeks, um, Mayo fills that spot and has an offensive coordinator 
Um, but I think I think he's doing a good job as a first year head coach, a guy who's been in New England knows you know a lot of the same people of going and figuring out what else is out there. Like, let me not just interview people I know or come with a great recommendation from somebody I know. Like, let me go into the weeds and interview different people and see what they know and how we connect and can we click together. So um, I think it's a process and it's playing itself out. But I think more than anything, they need to find the right guy. Um, not necessarily have it done by a certain time, but make sure that guy is a guy that's going to come in there, change the whole offensive dynamic, um, and allow you to kind of look like, I mean, at some point, just look like an NFL offense. That would be amazing. Devin, could you maybe walk me off the ledge here? There's been some rumor that McDaniels will be the guy and that he would bring Mac back. Do you see a scenario <laughs> where that comes to uh, fruition? I don't know. I I, uh, I did a podcast the other day, and I said there could be a world where some OC comes in and does think like, hey, we can win with Mac Jones and then go get better in the draft and free agency around him. Is that Josh McDaniels? Like, I don't know. Um, I know the fan base wants, like, again, this, like, total break from everything that was old in New England. Um, I, I kind of differ in that, I think. The, the whole, like, let's not do anything that Bill Belichick did is, I think, is absolutely lunatic. And I think the world that Josh McDaniels was so bad in New England is also ridiculous. So um, I, I don't think, I don't know if that is what's going to happen. I think with no OC being in place, these rumors will continue to roll that Josh McDaniels will be back or Max going to be back or Max going to get you. Like, no one will know until that happens, but. I'm also not the guy that's sitting here saying, like, please don't bring Josh. Like, Josh McDaniels is a good offensive coordinator. He's very productive. Uh, his time in New England as an OC, um, Max year was very productive. Now, I don't know if you can get back to that. I'm also not the guy that's saying if Josh and Matt come back, then it's going to be recreation of 2021. Like, life doesn't work that way. Um, but I think it all has to play itself out. I don't think, I don't think right now there's this, like, definite that because nothing's happening that Josh McDaniels has a job I don't think that's it at all either I mean I are you one of these guys like Wiggy who says with that with that number three pick you have to take a quarterback or would you be intrigued by Marvin Harrison Jr. I think right now no offensive coordinator no true plan in sight I'm thinking from a player if I'm a player on that team I would, I would, I would want to see a quarterback selected. I would want to feel like we're moving in a different direction, a new kind of hope. Like I, I think the worst thing to go into an off season now, going to a new season, is that feeling of we didn't do much of anything. And as a player, to feel like I don't see how this is going to be any different. And I think that's the fear. If you kind of don't take a quarterback, you kind of come back and run it back with a lot of the same things. I think it's the fear of, man, like, how is this going to be different? I think, I think, honestly, I think 2022 and 2023, I think those seasons was that. I don't think there was enough change in the building and personnel-wise from players and different things of, like, all right, this is going to be way different. Like, I don't, I don't think enough happened. And I think, it, I think that's why you went from 8-9 and nine to 4-13 and 13, because that feeling of, I, like this is kind of the same, and I think you lost a little bit of the the fight and the will to win out some of those games to get to eight wins or nine wins because it's not like they got blown out every week. Like they were a lot of close games 
where they had shots to win and they just fell short. Um, and I think they need to have like there's good change, new head coach. New, I think they, I think the quarterback position is another position that right now, without having some other things in place, when you look at it, it seems like a no brainer to go get one of these guys in the top three um, that you feel like can be franchise quarterbacks going forward. When are you heading to Vegas? Uh, Wednesday, Wednesday next week. All right. Mm-hmm. We're going to do a lot of FaceTime coming up for you. Should. Z- zero FaceTime. I'm going down. I'm radio guy. Oh, all right. Oh, Westwood okay. one. Yeah. Okay. How was that? Cause I, now when I was driving back from our event at, um, Aviva Trattoria, I was listening to the radio and you and your brother were doing the broadcast, right? Yeah, yep. Well, Iron Eagle. How, how was that? Like, how was that to do like a broadcast with your brother? I mean, I know you played, but it's like you know, both giving your opinions about football. And clearly, you both have different views of the game. What's that like to be doing that? Because Brady's going to be in that world next year, and you know, I guess it's pretty cool to do that with you know with your fam. Yeah, I mean, it's awesome. I think, especially because the hardest thing with having three people in the booth is like the amount of time to talk or like. They're going back and forth, and I think because we've been around each other for so long, it just naturally flows. Like, we're pointing at each other before we talk, like, seeing who's going to go. And then I think I think people thought with us going in the booth, we both play defensive back and all of those things. We see the game differently. I think because he's played for different coaches, what he views as important, what I view. Like, last week we're in the Baltimore-Kansas City game. You know, Kansas City played well all, all your game, Baltimore's defense really shut Kansas City down for the most part in the second half. And he felt like, you know, Baltimore's offense and Lamar Jackson, like, let's go. And I felt like the team in Baltimore, even though Lamar Jackson MVP, it was built on defense. And they were the bullies. And I felt like the way they started the game set the tone. And we were going kind of back and forth with those kind of points, even after the game of what we thought was the decided factor. Um, and for me, it was the defense not really showing up in the first half set the tone for the game. So even that back and forth is, is a lot of fun. And I thought it was cool even hearing Tom uh, on the McAfee uh, show talking about what he's done. And I've heard from different people, like, he's gone to uh, watch games live and broadcasts and watch people. And he said it, like, I have enough notes to write a book. And that's why I think Brady will be good because he's one of those, like, upsets, never fail guys that he's going to study, he's going to work. Um, to be as good as possible. So it's going to be fun, I think, to see him going out there and, and you know, bringing his unique 23-year career um, to the booth and all the things he'll talk about. And if he is loose and more open, I think people will enjoy even some of his harder takes that we've heard a little bit of when he talks about the quarterback position. Um, I think it'll be really good when he gets in the booth. Do you think Bill ends up on TV next season? I think he'll. I think he's going to make a tough decision. Of, oh, this year that is going to say let's go and get Bill. Uh, but he has to decide: spend time with the grandkids, hang out for a year, uh, or go do TV. And there's a world where he does a studio show and could do both. So it's definitely a possibility. We missed the very first first part of that, but. You think he's making a decision between spend time with the grandkids or go be on TV if no job comes? What do you think he picks, knowing him like you know him? 
I think he does a studio show and spends time with the grandkids and goes to the studio once a week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All and, right. And before you go, Devin, congratulations on making Gronk and Edelman's list of most attractive players that they've played with. Did I make the list or did I just get mentioned? Uh, well, it was either you or your brother. No, it was Devin. Oh, it was. There was a list, and then they kind of added you at the end. But yeah. I would consider that yeah, on the list. Right? Right. So he was the token brother who got thrown in. <laughs> exactly. He's always got to be one. I mean, you see all the yep, great shows growing up. Saved by the Bell. Uh, I appreciate the love, though, Courtney. I appreciate the love. You're very welcome. All right, Dev. We will talk to you next week in advance of the big game. All right? Oh, my God. All right. That's Dev McCourty. We'll be right back. Wow. A lot of butthurt former New England Patriots around this place who didn't make the most attractive list when it comes to the all-time hottest New England Patriots. I don't judge men on well, their looks. Well, well, uh, I judge them on strictly on their performance well, on the field. But Foyer's very okay. upset. He's fo- you. Both you and Foyer want to make your own list because you. No, wanna, no, I don't want a list. All the football guys in the room, just stop because just over it all on Twitch says, "Way to go, Courtney, bringing irrelevance to a football interview." So oh, they don't I, like it. They don't oh, like the the I, the. Well, the yeah. You know, Julian Edelman, uh, I believe, played football. Greg, again, uh, correct me if I'm yes, wrong. Yes, he did. Yeah. And he, on his podcast, uh-huh. names, what is it? Friends, name, games with names. Yeah, yeah, yeah something um, like that. Brought it up, and yeah. so I just was trying to have fun with yeah. with two football guys it. on the show. I enjoyed it when you brought it up. You brought it up several it. times today. I enjoyed it. Yeah, I, the I, list I, is interesting. It no goes it. Tom Brady, Obviously. Jimmy Garoppolo, Dreamboat, uh, Amendola, Cutie Patootie, uh, Edelman. <laughs> And Gronk. That well, wait, was the if, list. If, yeah. Wait a minute. If Edelman's <laughs> doing it's just all their buddies. If Edelman's doing if Bubs is doing the list, how does he put himself on the same right. list? They put well that, the right. whole thing was Edelman was saying that it was he was offended or he was upset that Jimmy G got put on the team because it took away a spot. He still put himself on the spot. Uh, I mean, he list. probably belongs on uh, on the list. I mean, the man is very attractive. I mean, very. I mean Will uh, Fork got screwed. All right. Yes. Yeah. Well, right. Vince wasn't on that but list. But when we were going over the list, when he said all of those men, all Cannon the white men on. look the same. They yeah. kind of like Edelman. You think Gronk looks like Tom Brady? No, no, no. But they have that same like Edelman looks like Brady, looks like Channing Tatum, looks like <laughs> Amendola. All and then the I, white men look the same. And then I brought up <laughs> like That's when they said. when they do the list of good looking brothers. You know, I don't do it, but my wife and her friends, right. Idris Alba. Do you think you become looks, less of a man if you think another man's a good-looking guy? No, I, I got, no. When he said he doesn't look at men no, that I don't, way, I, I don't said, judge men on their looks. I, mean, I don't I judge them on their personality. Don't judge anybody. Devin's hot. Yeah, I you judge them on their personality. You, don't you identify a man who's attractive? Not, it's not my place to so, do like, that. You don't think Devin is hot? It's Devin's not my handsome. place. To, he's a great guy, seems like. I, so, Wiggy. I, I judge Wiggy, him on his personality. Glenn Ordway and Brad Pitt walk into the room and you're like, same thing. Listen, if I'm looking at anybody, for me, I'm... You know, I'll if I make the top five most attractive uh, females. Oh, here comes Foyer. Idris Alba looks oh, nothing like Chris Brown. He's so Wiggy is so afraid to, I, I'm not to, afraid to identify. To we are going to put this to the test right now. Yeah. I'm not afraid I have of anything. Four white guys coming in. Okay, <laughs> we are going to see if any, any of them look the same. Okay, yeah. okay. <laughs> okay. Just for the record, I, uh, and then you may need to go up there too because here here comes some white okay. guys. Okay. All right, All right let's let me see. see. Here comes the first one. Okay. Tell one. them to come on in. Tell okay. them to come in. Come in. Come in. Contestant number one. All right. Okay. Number three. All right. three. Do those guys look the same? They all. Kind of look the same. They all look similar. They all look similar. 
Hey, I just shine. saw the face. Hey, shine, come in here. Hey, shine, stand next to him. Look they, at this. They all Are look, you out of your mind? They all look the same. If we were, <laughs> if we were judging and based on their looks. <laughs> It's all these five legs. You're blind. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. No, 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 no. No, I'm telling you, Idris Elba looks nothing like Chris Brown. (laughs) (laughs) And because they're considered good-looking guys. Yeah, Idris Elba, great-looking guy. Right. So, but the look, I feel like Brady, Coop, and Ken are all considered good-looking guys. It's fascinating though that you're afraid. You're afraid to say that another man is attractive. I got no. Listen. If a guy is good looking, and you know how I know if a guy's attractive? How many beautiful women he got around him? <laughs> and then maybe that's based on the money he's had. Right. But go it's the, not go to the go to the seaport or a rich pool. That is There's true. a lot of guys but with Curtis, hot chicks that are not attractive. It is not like I don't I judge I judge a guy on his personality. Oh, good. That's why I do, I go look past him. I judge everybody based on their personality. I don't even see anything. Why is it wrong for a dude to be like, yo, I don't judge dudes on their looks? Because it's I, just strange. Why? Because it's also, just, there's a lot of guys. Everybody no, knows that no people disrespect. are good looking or bad. I mean, no disrespect, but you spent like five hours seeing nothing on that cheerleader's Instagram <laughs> that you did a deep dive on. You know, it, it, the good thing is, is it's, it's we never talk about it. <laughs> you know how I would say it? I would be like, I would be like, oh, Garoppolo or Edelman, they look like they do all right with the ladies. So that means. <laughs> okay, so you think that they're handsome. Well, I mean, they, if with, they don't look like they have problems getting ladies. So that's handsome. how I judge them. If they're handsome, they're handsome. Oh, it's not my a point to say that, Courtney. You can say it without anybody thinking anything about you. you I know? think I listen. I think Idris Elba, good-looking brother. Okay, okay. there you go. Right, does well with the ladies. Okay. Channing Tatum does well with the ladies. Zach Efron, handsome guy. And see, they all look the same. Zach no. Efron looks like Channing Tatum a little no, bit. Yeah, they do. Cool. Zach Efron looks like uh, Coop was in the middle, right? <laughs> looks kind of like Coop without yeah, the muscles. If you're talking about like High School Musical Zach Efron, <gasps> but if you're talking about Zach Efron from like The Claw, no, but they I'm, look nothing I'm alike. talking about Coop is Zach Efron if Zach Efron didn't have muscles and was maybe like six years younger. <laughs> all right, we got to go. Wow. Who buyed it fast today. Thanks to Devin McCourty. Thanks to Sean McDonough. Thanks to Matt Light. Yes. And you know what? Matt Light and Wiggy, good looking guys. Yeah, 100%. 100%. So, what is Greg? What did you say? Eye is in the. Beauty's in the eye, eye of the, the beholder. beholder. Yes, it is. Sir. That is it. All right. <laughs> well, we're back tomorrow morning at 6 with Mike Milbury on this show. Final day here in the studio before the snow show on Friday. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching on Twitch. Gresh and Foyer next. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. 
It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.